The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Episode 7 of Your Average Ordinary. I'm your host, Dan Torres, and all I got to say this week is... Because it's been a long week. Amen to that, my friend. Matt, how are you? Welcome back, my friend. I, uh, I'm i okay. I uh, I had an incident last night. I know you were telling... For those who don't know, let everybody know. Like, All right. So I was leaving here. I had this... I, I shadowed this really great recording. One of our podcasts here called The Next of Kin. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were list, you know, I was going through it. I learned some stuff. This guy who's doing it, he's my old media production teacher from high school. He showed me a bunch of cool stuff about, like, capture cards and, and video camera. I'm like, whoa, okay, we have the stuff where we can actually do some legitimate streaming stuff. Ooh. And so we stayed, stayed, chatted, talked. 7.30 comes around, maybe a little bit later than that. I leave. I'm like, oh, boy. My tire's really low. It was at 12 when I got here. Now it's at 3. What's going on? So go to a gas station. I try to plug it. I probably made it worse. Ugh. And uh, it went down to zero. And I was out in the, the cold and rain for four hours. Uh. Tow truck came. They're like, yeah, we'll take care of it. We'll switch it. And I couldn't find it. They got these trucks. The vehicle had the key locks now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't I, know where I, mine is. Yeah. <laughs> no idea. I'm like, where is it? They're like, oh, all right, we're towing you. <laughs> So it was. It's been a long day. That's a long night. Yeah, and it's been a long week. Ugh, I know. We had uh, we had my kids come back to school, like all of them, for the first time this week, and it was it went really well. But it was just a lot of stress and like things going with it. Oh yeah, and it's a whole readjustment period. You know, there was a whole waterfall of things today. And um, bottom line for this episode is the guest I was supposed to have on fell through again. I think it's going to just be a running joke for a little bit. That every time I say next week I'm gonna have this person, I may or may not actually. You should have. run with it. I'm good. Right, for it. exactly. Like we just go with it. So and then people who tune in for the first time, you know, 100 episodes on the road, you're still doing it. They're like, <laughs> wow, what does this mean? You'll have to go back and listen to the old episode. Exactly. Like it, you know, it, we do like a whole long running gag with this thing, and then people have to pay attention. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. I'm bringing back my first repeat guest, and I'm. I, it's just I couldn't ask for a better person to do this, honestly, because he is my best friend for life, and we just can talk for hours casually. So welcome back to the program, please, my man Steve, Steve for Cheese. Welcome back, Oh, buddy. no, I was brought back for a second oh, episode. Oh, no. <laughs> you must have did okay last I time. I must have been okay the last time. We, we thought were we were going to get canceled after episode two just because – we have such yeah. an unfiltered kind of attitude yeah. well, between now, you, me, and now, Dave. Yeah, now it's, uh, you, you know, you're getting a little deeper into it here. So episode two is like if we got canceled, it would have been like, eh, whatever. But now it's like we're at episode seven, seven. and it's like, okay, now we got some 
We got some. We uh, got that traction. Yeah, exactly. I know. Now it's actually a tragedy if this thing goes down. So you're keeping this thing moving tonight, man. I appreciate you being here. Yeah, no problem. I'm glad you asked me. I had nothing going on. So yeah, this is this is your week off, right? First of all, hold on, hold on. First of all, happy belated birthday. I haven't seen you in person since Monday. My birthday was so uneventful that I forgot it was this week. <laughs> How old I'm are you I'm not a big now? birthday person anymore. Yeah, that's the way I am, too. It's just kind of like whatever. But uh, I actually had a good birthday, though, because um, um, I went to IHOP with yes. my grandmother. Oh, that's on my birthday. I was off at work, so she was like, I want to take you to IHOP. And I was like, all right, let's go on my birthday. So I made her feel a little special, like, oh, I chose to hang out with Grandma on my birthday or whatever. Uh, not not that I had any other options. <laughs> <laughs> I At least mean, your grandma wants to hang out with you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we did that, and that was a good time. And then uh, came home, and I streamed, and that was that was it. Yeah, the older I get, the more I realize you keep really nothing yeah. beats just being around your family and just yeah. hanging out. Yeah, and having I remember a day somebody was asking me. They're like, "Did you fill up on birthday cake?" I was like, "I didn't even have a birthday cake." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I don't care about birthday yeah, cake I just, I, either. Yeah, just the way I am too. It's just like sweets and cake. I used to be, just like I yeah. can, I can totally get past like without doing that. Mm-hmm. I used to be all about like the big birthday parties, and then people stopped showing up, and I was like, you know what, family's cool. Yeah. Like just real low yeah. key. I yeah. actually like. I, you'll know it's my birthday week when I disappear from Facebook. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I literally I deactivate for like a week. Yeah. I'm just like I don't want no phony happy birthday wishes. Yeah, yeah. I become really jaded in my older age. Yeah. Um. I I wish I knew why, but uh, totally relatable. Yeah. So, well, totally. well, back in the day, we used to have some. Uh, Banger birthday parties. Oh, my God. <laughs> Steve's birthday parties back in the day. Top tier yeah. birthday parties. Best birthday parties ever. My parents would throw some ragers. We looked forward to them. Like, my whole class looked forward to them every year. Every year. It would just be like, I, I couldn't even tell you, like, what we did yeah. half the time. But his parents always just had, they like, always games had, like, planned. An agenda. They had, like, cool prizes for, like, yeah. people that would do that. Always video game tournaments really? and stuff. Mario Kart. He would have, because he had all these different systems at his house. Yeah. He would have, like, a TV set up at one point in the basement. And then they bring, like, another TV down and have it there. And then, like, there would be a small TV for, you know, just a couple people. Like, if two or three people yeah. wanted to jam on, like, yeah. the PS2 or whatever. The, the one year in particular, I remember we had Mario Kart going on one TV. We had something else on the other one. And then we had, like, SmackDown versus Raw 2006. <laughs> yeah. And we're, like, all just doing, like, TLC matches yeah, through the whole thing and that, stuff that like that. That game was big back in the day, too. Where have you been on my life? I know. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? You missed out, buddy. You missed I out. Guess so. I guess so. We had a cool we, – we talked about it, I think – one day on your stream, I think I was saying it in your comments, but you, we had this cool um, thing between us where you grew up with a lot of Nintendo stuff, mm-hmm. and you had all like the Nintendo consoles and all the cool games that were coming out. And then I had the like I had the PS One, yeah. I had the PS Two before you had it, so we that had like yeah. yeah, so so it was cool because like. Steve lives like eight blocks from me, yeah. so I walk eight blocks. We could play on yeah. sixty four. We want to play something else. We walk like eight blocks back to my house. We yeah. play that, and it's a ten minute walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that, like, because like I even look back at it now, and it's like all my PS one memories are like at your house. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. Like I have a lot of PS one memories, but they're all at your house because mm-hmm. to this day I don't even own a PS one. 
No. Um, but, like, I had PS2 now, and, like, you know, I grew up with that more, and I was able to catch up then, but... Yeah. Um, but, like, PS2... I was a PlayStation guy. I was... I grew I up, like, too. Nintendo was a foreign concept to me. Like, I go over a friend's house, and they have a GameCube, and it was, like, the load-up was so weird, and just... <laughs> I uh, love, uh, like, which, I know. I just bought... I got... <laughs> we got one here. We'll, we'll pull it out for the, the party tomorrow night, Ooh, but... Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just so weird because it's like PlayStation, PS2, like yeah. that's you get like locked in, and that was such, like now now that I'm like a I'm a man of culture, yeah, yeah. I play everything. Yep. It's 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 like not so weird, but mm-hmm. yeah, it was definitely weird going to play Super Smash Brothers oh when mm-hmm. you're playing Crash yeah. Bandicoot Six, yeah, <laughs> religiously. <laughs> but that's the weird thing too about. Um, like back in the day, there was this whole stigma of oh, you gotta have either Xbox yeah. or you gotta have this or you the gotta 360 have this. Versus console the PS3 wars, was the, mm-hmm. biggest console. the console wars. Yeah, like it, that. That was a huge, huge. Even day. back in the day, like the Super Nintendo and like the Genesis, that was like another like crazy mm-hmm. thing like that happened in like the nineties. I feel like Sony and PlayStation never really like were competing with each other. No. I, mean, I mean, obviously they were, but you know, there was never like. A, Oh, you have to have I mean, Sony uh, PlayStation or PlayStation and Nintendo? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what did I say? You said Sony, Sony and PlayStation. PlayStation. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you know, PlayStation and Nintendo. Yeah, PlayStation they are and Nintendo. Look into it. Look into the conspiracy. <laughs> it was all spite. It was all yeah. spite. Yeah. You know, for PlayStation. Mm-hmm. They thought they were going to be uh, the first CD. Co- they were going to be, uh, what, Nintendo CD console? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is right. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then it was all downhill from there. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? The PS1 had some. Great game. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> they were so good. My the first one I ever got, I got uh, the PS one for Christmas uh, when I was five years old. I was in kindergarten. I remember that. And the first game I ever got with it was Rugrats: Search for Reptar, oh, and we played game. the shit out of that game. <laughs> yes. Is that the one with the ghost? They got the ghost level. Yeah, where he's walking through the dark with, with the, the flashlight. flashlight. Yeah. yeah, there were some they used weird to scare things me as a kid. in that game. Oh yeah, yeah. The, back then, kids games were scary mm-hmm. as kids. I yeah. could not the that level. I would not talk. Like my yeah. parents would be like, "Go play in the basement. Go play video games in the basement. Leave us alone." That one. I could then, not play that level. I would yeah. play any other level except yeah. that one. What was the one? So there. It, I, what was cool about that game and a couple other uh, Rugrats games that were out is they were all based on episodes. So yeah. maybe if I remember this, like one of you guys can think of the episode, but there was a level where they were at like an arcade or like a play place or something like that. And Stu left them and like took like stuffed animals instead instead by accident. And so they're locked classic. in this thing over at classic Stu. <laughs> uh, but like the first part of the level, you had to walk as Chucky through the thing, and like things like kind of jumped out at you a point. Like there was some weird stuff. Yeah. And then when you found Tommy, then there was this giant like automated gorilla. Yes, that's what. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Like, yeah, named, that was terrifying. Named Tor, I think. I think that was his name. It was like, um, but Thor then or something. Yeah, yeah, Tor or Thor, Thor, one of the yeah. two. But, like, one of the things you needed to activate Reptar, because that's the goal of the level, was you activate Reptar, yeah. and then Reptar fights a thing, and, like, that's it, King Kong Godzilla. Rugrats did it first. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there was a point where you would, like, 
as Tommy be walking and you would feel these thumps on the ground that you knew the gorilla and they were freaky as like yeah. when you're like five year, five or six years old listening to that you're like oh man this thing's really like coming together <laughs> at this point he would talk too wouldn't he yeah, yeah I think so He'd be yeah like Thor hungry or, yeah, or Thor yeah. hung, whatever his name was or something, something like yeah. that he was just like get this thing away from me <laughs> yeah that was good I've talked about Spyro so many times oh, on this yes. podcast but Spyro. I love Spyro so much Crash Bandicoot back when it was just an yeah. Exclusive for that before, like that game franchise was weird for a little bit, yeah. wasn't it? Like yeah. it, there there was a point where it just diverged into something totally different than. Well, what... even Spyro, that kind of happened with too mm-hmm. a little bit. Like, well, with like Skylanders and stuff yeah, like, like that. Skylanders, like that was weird and. Yeah, it was a weird phase. Yeah, and even like you said, so- Crash Bandicoot got weird for a bit. Yeah, it, it did. did. Yeah, I got away. I got out of it. I grew up yeah. and lived for it, and then I. Just got back in it for like the first time in 15, like probably 10, 15 years with uh, the the remakes. The remakes, yeah. Yeah. remakes are great. They're so good. Yeah, and I heard that new one's good too. The Crash Four. Yeah, right? yeah. The, I've heard it. I haven't something in time. Yeah, yeah. I haven't I, played it. I feel I like... played a little bit of it. It's definitely uh, there's a lot to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's definitely its own version of the game. Nothing's gonna beat those originals though. Yeah, nothing's gonna beat those originals. So I, that's who I am as a game player. Like yeah. it, it's hard. Like. I think we talked about it last time you were on. Is that it's hard for me to try new game stuff? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it. I like the old like remakes and just going back and playing the original old ones are just yeah. That's we're creatures of habit. That's just yeah. how it that's is. it. Yeah, that's how it goes. But yeah, they, the PS one was it had some uh, yeah freaking jams great games. Spiral Crash. I remember like one of the first games I played at your house when I went over there was for the Sega. Ooh, <laughs> it was. Hold on. Virtual Bart? Was yes, that the name the of Simpsons it? Simpsons okay. game, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Virtual Bart was a fun game. That was another game that was, like, freaky as a kid. Yeah. There was a Simpsons weird in stuff. general yeah. kind of had some freaky moments yeah, when Yeah, there were was a kid. A weird stuff in that game, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there were, it was just like a game where, the, you, like, you, were, you started the game, and you were in, like, Krusty the Clown's, like, dungeon or something or whatever <laughs> oh, and yeah. he put you on like a spinning wheel and you and like you know it would just pick a game like randomly for you yeah i remember that and now. like i would always like want to get the one game because there was one game you would throw tomatoes at people <laughs> like in school it was it was like the, the story was it was like picture day at school so like bart was like oh i'm gonna throw tomatoes at people so like everyone's got tomatoes on them for like picture day or whatever now that, that used to be my favorite one you used to have to, like chuck the tomatoes at people and you're, like if you hit everyone you got like a perfect score or whatever <laughs> and that was like the only game i liked any other game i got it would usually just restart the system <laughs> but those are the best as a kid too those games where you could like lash out at things like school and like get yes, away with it yes, in the game you yeah, know? yeah there was like one level you were like a pig trying to escape like a meat grinder mm-hmm. or something and it was just like i remember the one where you were like the baby and like yeah. you had to swing from like tree to tree yeah and, yeah, yeah that was hard. It was, it was a hard game too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I haven't played it in twenty years, so maybe it, maybe, <laughs> maybe it wasn't that hard. There you maybe go. There's an idea game. for a, a yes, game you stream. Future stream. Future stream. A virtual Bart. <laughs> Track it down, baby. Yeah, I have it. Oh, do you? still? I still have it. Yeah. Well, I I don't still have. It. I rebought it, but okay. Because there was a time when like I I got rid of my Genesis because it didn't work. So I mm-hmm. like you know. The, dumb back in the day and i just got rid of everything it's yeah pretty cheap. Um, it's pretty cheap still yeah yeah you yeah. can find it cheap um so like i like i don't know five six seven years ago i rebought everything um 
because I'm an adult now. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes when you're an adult. So I wanted something when I was a kid, so I bought it because I am an adult. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was just talking to Dave about this game called, do you remember Tomba 1 and Tomba yes. 2? Yeah, yeah, with the pink hair guy. Right yeah. yeah, yeah. so those games were PS1 exclusives, and they were made by a company called Whoopi Camp. And I think they only made those two games. Yeah. And then I don't remember much from them, but I know who you're talking about. It was fun. So I um I had like a demo disc. You remember you got those demo discs back yep, in the day. Yeah. And we had one we played like we played like religiously. Yeah. Yeah, I know they were super expensive. Like um two hundred and thirty dollars right now. Yeah, the very first one. Number yeah. two, the evil swine returns a hundred yep. bucks. Yep, yeah, there it is. So um Whoopi Camp had those two games only, and they went out of business. Something happened where they went bankrupt, and okay. like that was it. So all of a sudden, production of that game stopped. So it like it has these two games, and they were fun. Like I rented uh, Tomba Two from Blockbuster, and I like played through yeah. it a lot. And like same with Tomba One, but um, after a while, you couldn't find it anywhere. And I remember. It's funny you looked that up because I looked one year in like high school just to see like how much can I get this for and it was like Tomba Two was like a hundred and sixty yeah. something dollars cheapest I could find. It's crazy how some old games are like stupid expensive. Mm-hmm. Like we were talking about the GameCube. Um, like I, I have a pretty decent GameCube collection at home, but like Jesus, like if you if you if I didn't have that, like some of these games, like the old Smash Bros, like they go for like a hundred bucks, like used, like you know, mm-hmm. like, isn't like Mario Kart Double Dash one of the hardest, like most expensive games out there? I feel like you can't find. I feel like it's not too bad. It's, pr- it's probably like eighty bucks, but I don't uh, know. I feel. I feel like that's yeah, like a relic that's at not this as point. bad as I've, I, yeah. I thought. That I know that's a hard one. Marvel vs. Capcom 2 is a very difficult one. Is it? Really? Mar- yeah. That's one game that I, like, want, like, with all, every fiber of my being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I found it for, like, 200-plus PS2 smokes. version. Yeah. Wow. And it's, they don't, uh, they, PS3 had it, they did it had it on the PlayStation Network, yeah. and then the, obviously the rights went away from it. I used to have it on my phone, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um. Oh man! While you're on there, see if you could find a game called Tiny Tank. I want to see what <laughs> that Tiny the Tank. value on what that system? Is. Uh, PS One. Yeah. That was a game. So Tiny Tank was a game about this tank that just like had all fifteen these, bucks. Oh, fifteen bucks. See, yeah, that's ten, like, that's fifteen. Still, you know, yeah, yeah, fifteen bucks. That was a fun one. I'll probably get that one eventually, just for the nostalgia yeah. of having it. But it was just this tank that you ran around, and you blew things up. That he like. He was a mascot for like this automated army that was coming out, and then he gets real reawakened like a hundred years in the future. Too. Yeah, he's got like this <laughs> like this horrible potty mouth. It's hilarious. Like uh, the 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 preview they show in um, the demo disc was so fun. I watched it so many yeah. times. He's like he like so ends up I. shooting the camera in the end. Oh my god, it's hilarious. This cover's great. Yeah, it's 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 an awesome game. I'll probably get it eventually. They, I bought it in high school. Do you remember I yeah, bought it in I, high yeah, school? Yeah, I was say, I thought you bought it. Dude, I have no idea what happened. Oh, really? It well, just it's disappeared. Only 10 bucks, yeah. It disappeared. So yeah. I'll have to rebuy that. Um, I still have a bunch of PS1 yeah. copies that I found at home, too, that uh-huh. like when I move out, I'm going to take, which will be nice. Yeah, my, my holy grail for video games I don't own um, is Earthbound, a game called Earthbound oh, shoot. On, on the Super Nintendo. Yep. Look at those prices. Those those like just it's, the cartridge alone will go for like four hundred dollars. It's 
unopened at uh, like a thousand at Niagara Emporium for about a thousand bucks. Yeah, wow. it's insane. You know, you, you know, like the game comes. It comes in like this big box too because they included a guide with it mm-hmm. because it's a big game and like you know they're really. I don't know, like, they wanted to help you along with it. or like right. They wanted people to play the game, and they wanted it, like, it's a good game and everything. Just so it wasn't impossible to get through, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And, like, you can buy the game, like, virtually, like, online for, like, 10 bucks. So, it's, it's like, it's not that impossible to play, but, like, if you wanted the, like, original, like, version of the game, uh, it's going to cost, yeah, it's going to cost you, like, 400 bucks. $1,000 used with the box. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not Five nineteen ninety nine. For another version of it used, yep. it's nuts. That's <laughs> insane. I don't. Yeah, yeah. It's a good game, but that's why it's crazy that games can get that. Yeah, rare. I'm like, oh, I got it for free on my uh, my retro. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Ambulance. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's not impossible to like play. Like, you can pretty much download it on any. But the hardcover, mm-hmm. the actual physical copy, yeah. is so much more. Like, that's it just the feels way better. I am too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I got a big physical game collection at home. Yeah. Like, so, like, that's, like, one game I don't have, and I don't think I'm ever going to get it either, unless I find it at a garage sale for, like, 10 bucks or whatever. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me ask you something. So what's something – we talked about, like, games you would take pride in having and games you, like, want to own someday. Yeah. What's, like, a game you've taken pride in beating? Like, what's something – like, what's an accomplishment you've had in gaming where you're, like, huh, like – this was really cool, or I'm like yeah. glad I 100 percented this, or like okay, um, wow, um, okay, so like I, I, I'll just name a couple. We'll just mm-hmm. go through like a couple things as opposed to just focusing on like one game here. But like, cool. um, I think last time we mentioned, uh, like on stream, I was doing the Sonic the Hedgehog. Games. Yeah, you did Sonic. Two. Um, so I did, I just did one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of cool for me because, you know, I never beat those as a kid and yeah i finally did um i have 100 percented pokemon yellow which, yeah which was kind of like cool yeah for me pokedex cool. and everything yeah yeah what like, do you get i've never beaten a like fully beaten a pokemon game what's what's the reward in a po- in completely you get nothing <laughs> you get nothing so here back in my day video game just beating video games were <laughs> that was that was so how we what you got it. Was you would go to Professor Oak after you 100% of the Pokedex and he would say, Congratulations. And he, they would give you this like certificate, like on the Game Boy. And you needed this thing called the Game Boy printer. Oh, I For miss- all oh. those people that had the Game Boy printer at home. <laughs> That's something <laughs> I have. And you would print it out about. and then you would, you could just put it like on your wall and like it would print out on a piece of paper that's like the size of a receipt. Like, just like a shopping receipt. Yeah. So it's like, well, what am I going to do with this? So, like, do you, you really get nothing. You really get nothing for it. But You get a cool certificate. But, you know, you know what you get? You get to come on a podcast and just tell everybody in the world that, hey, I 100%ed Pokemon. Hey, <laughs> you do it for the your average speaking, ordinary glory. <laughs> side story. Speaking of weird video game accessories, I know we're talking about the printer. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know that there's a Game Boy connected sewing machine? No. <laughs> Come on. I did not know about that. Yes. There's a Game Boy connected sewing machine? <laughs> let me go it's let me Google it. Yes, it is a legitimate thing. Wow. Um <laughs> it is yep, there was really a sewing machine. How much by, is it online? Can uh, we get one easily? <laughs> uh, let me let me let me do When can anyway. we get this sewing machine here? <laughs> Let's see. Wow. <laughs> 
Yeah, there's a whole bunch of videos and stuff on it, but yeah, it oh, was. Wow. Uh, was it a promotional thing or like what? You probably had to buy it. Let's see, Game Boy sewing machine. This looks like six bucks. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to look. Price into Singer, this. I oh wait, that's the instruction manual. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, oh no, here, uh, Singer M1. Be hundred twenty bucks. Was it officially like Nintendo licensed, or Uh, was it just like some third party thing that was like Singer Isaac? I've never digital. It was a digital sewing machine. Oh my god, Jesus! Seven. (laughs) It was oh seven hundred and ninety nine dollars back in the day. (laughs) Back in the day. Wow, mommy, mommy, I want a (laughs) Game Boy sewing machine for Christmas. And you know they were under some kid's Christmas tree, and it was like their most treasured gift. Just ever. think of like the marketing, like get your mom's playing Game Boy. <laughs> I'm trying to find like instructions on this thing. Like what the heck? We've come so far. We've come so far. We've we've come from needing a, a standalone light to help yes, your Game Boy. I remember Boy. that. Yeah, the little. <laughs> the little Swirly light thing that you. Oh, put Nintendo on. did make it. Did they? Wow! In, wow. in collaboration, I've the sewing machine came packaged with a cartridge for the Game Boy Color that, when linked up, would allow you to, you to control the sewing machine through the Game Boy Color. <laughs> and using the Game Boy Color, the user could use preset sewing patterns or make their own custom patterns. That's wacky. That is friggin' wacky. That's dude. so weird. Why? But why? They had some weird accessories back in the day. Is it because, like, I know, I, sometimes, like. The Japanese market has some weird accessories for just mm-hmm. everything, but yeah. like, what is the point of that? I don't know. I, I, Convenience, I, I guess. Yo, yeah. the day, the the day, the day that PlayStation makes a lawnmower, <laughs> I ain't ever do. I ain't yeah, never yeah, leave I'm the never house. Doing, I'm de- never doing nothing. Yes, lawnmower. They'll, they'll make like they'll make a virtual game. I'll be looking it, downstairs. Just... I could use the analog stick and just mow my lawn. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're you're not wrong whatsoever. <laughs> oh, amazing! So we've got you said Sonic one, two, and three. Yeah, and then we've got Pokemon, Pokemon Yellow. Yellow. Um, I could say I one hundred percent in all of the three D Mario games. Yeah, that's um, cool. So that's kind of cool. Um, so including like Mario sixty four, Sunshine, Galaxy, uh, and Odyssey that just came out too. Mm-hmm. Um. And even if you want to throw in Bowser's Fury, which just came out too, um, yeah. So like that, that's like another thing. Um, I'm trying to get through all of the Zeldas. At I was some just going to ask you if you've ever I've done a all most of them. Uh, like a good majority of them. Um, I didn't do the original, <laughs> and I didn't do the second one. Um, and then there's like a couple side games like after that that I haven't done as well. But I, I at one point in my life, I, that is a goal of mine. I've also heard like that some of them. I think especially like some Zelda of them are weird. Two Zelda Two is a is weird like one. Supposed to be like the worst yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like, why I haven't done it yet. <laughs> right. So there's some that I'm sure you're gonna have to work up the. Yeah. Hey, let's yeah. just get through exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. But I think that's that's a cool thing that yeah. you could add to your bucket yeah. list, especially with how big of fans we both are of the franchise. I love the Zelda franchise so much. It's my favorite by far. Breath of the Wild was one of the only video games that's ever had, like, the not only had the highest expectations I've ever seen Mm -hmm. from, like, a video game. Yeah. But lived up to every single one of them. Yeah. 
Yeah, there were there were minor complaints from some people about it, but it was just like the bottom line was you just didn't like the game. It was per- it was perfect. Yeah, yeah, because it was just it was a great game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, like it, it was one of those ones for me that it's just even when you that first image where you walk outside for the first yeah. time and you see that whole landscape, yeah. you're like, we've come so freaking yeah. like, far. Go anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah, it is. A, yeah, it is. It is pretty cool when you put all that into perspective. It yeah. Really is. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It, it's just it, the whole franchise has come so far, especially like. Ocarina of Time was my first one. Was it your first one too? That you uh, did? Majora's Mask was actually my first one. Okay, uh, but I actually beat Ocarina first. Yeah, um, I've been I playing beat... Ocarina lately. I That's love it. That's a great it. game. So I streamed it a couple months ago and went through it again. It's it's. So you much were mentioning fun. it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a it's a it's a it's a very fun adventure. Where are you at right now in it? Very early. Um, <laughs> yeah. What? Oh, Christ. Uh, it just gave the dude the like the gate. Guard like a a mask that looks oh, like Pikachu. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right at so, um. So you're you're, you're going about to Death go, Yeah. Yes. Sidongos. Yeah. 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 Like I know that game, but the one thing I just head. I don't <laughs> like about <laughs> it. It's too. so weird to think about, but I don't like about it is that every time you start right back on the treehouse, like when you no, load the yeah, game that up, is annoying. I'm yeah. like, who thought this was a good idea? Yeah, yeah. I don't know because it's just like, why couldn't they just put you where so you inconvenient. were? So inconvenient. Uh, and and then when you're, you're an adult, they put you in the, the Temple of Time every time, too. It's like <laughs> the same thing. But yeah, exactly. It's, 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 it is weird it's for like, sure. It's like, oh, okay. We're going to go. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, then you got to run like, out I don't even want to start this. Like, I wanna, I don't even, I'm going to go play Pod Racer <laughs> yeah, or something. exactly. <laughs> Star Wars Pod Racing. <laughs> you guys want to race after? Oh, no. my God. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that, um, that game, that game legend uh ocarina of time is just yeah so so i know so good i'll i'll always refer to that one as one of my favorites of yeah all time. well i majora's mask is actually my favorite game of all time mm-hmm. um but ocarina is a very <laughs> close second um i just like the thing about majora's mask is there's like a time limit for all those people that don't know but it's this game which is probably most people um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there's like a time limit in the game so it's kind of like offsetting for some people yeah but like if you can get past that like the world building in that game is just so much better. And once than you Ocarina. get used to it, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah exactly. it, it's really not yeah. bad. You just have to know how to how to manage your time yeah, and exactly. when to when yeah. to fold and go back. And yeah. like you, you, you just have to mm-hmm. like figure it all yeah, out. Exactly. It's the same ebb and flow as like any video game would get. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like I know that a lot of people have a hard time with. Um, oh man, I'm trying to think of what this one specific game is, but a lot of people in general have. They get stuck up on like a certain part in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "Well, I, I I'm just done. Yeah, I'm just done." And yeah. they give up on it. And then, but once you push past a certain point, like games get can get yeah. so freaking yeah. cool, like yeah. so cool. Like I um I don't know if you've ever played Shadow of Mordor ever. No, I haven't. But I've I've heard you talk. I love about that. Game. Is it yeah. the so first much. one that they did? Yeah, that's yes. the first one that they I never did. beat it, but it's very very addicting. I got so addicted yeah. to like the captain system in it. Like, yeah, someone would want to take out a big captain. You just want to yep. take out a big captain, and then like if one of them kills you, and it just like and they get ranked up. You I had a guy him. killed me from like. When he was not even ranked, and I got him all the way up to, like, the highest captain you could get. Like, he literally just, like, he he outran me and, like, just leveled up that many times where, like, by the end, I just had this full-blown vendetta. Yeah. I just wanted yeah. to, like, I wanted to take him out so bad. Yeah. 
but yeah, that that game's really fun though. Yeah, I, I never got into. I, mean, I know you always said like good things about it, and I love the Lord of the Rings series mm-hmm. too. So I like. I, why I haven't done it? Don't ask me. I just don't have time. It's maybe. fun. <laughs> but, it, yeah, I've it, heard it's great things about the game. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It was hard for me to kind of get into because it's like. You know, you got that core, like, Lord of the Rings, the characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And then you, you go and play the movie games, which are some of the best movie video games Oh, of all I, time. I have yeah. those games. Two Towers Game Return Cube. of the yep. King? Yep. Mm-hmm. Can't the beat them. Yep. Yeah. yeah I, can't I used beat to em. play the heck out of those games when I was a kid. Yeah. I just got back into Return of the King, and I was like, wow, this is good stuff. I haven't played it mm-hmm. in years, but I remember, like, having a blast with it back in the day. Mm-hmm. It legit, like, I would put my life on it. This It is the best movie adaptation video game of all time yeah yeah no a lot of people say that too yeah but yeah it's like it's hard to get into some of these other ones it's like remember those matrix games back in the day yeah i I never played them oh dear god they they were (laughs) but they didn't have neo in it no oh really like neo was the the face of the matrix (laughs) franchise and you don't even you can't play as keanu reeves get out of here right exactly yeah they used to make games for Every movie that came out back mm-hmm. in the day. Movies, TV shows. Yeah, TV shows. Yeah. Home yeah. Improvement. Anybody ever play the Home Improvement video game? <laughs> no, I've I heard of it, but did. I've never played it. Go play it, man. It's terrible. It has, no, it has nothing <laughs> to do it. with, with Home Improvement. What an endorsement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Tim It is Allen, one of the worst video listening. games you've ever played. <laughs> sorry, Tim Allen, if you're listening. <laughs> He's out there somewhere. He's just like, he's just, he's damn just, it. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry, Santa Claus. <laughs> what are other good um, movie adaptation video games, though? That's what I, now you now you've got me thinking about oh, that. I'm trying question. to think. Well, of, I, like, I'm thinking like ones. back in the day, this wasn't really a movie necessarily, but it kind of was. Um, but like I would always play the Lord of the Rings and then I would play Star Wars Battlefront. Uh, yeah, which you know, it's not really a movie, but it kind of is. I mean, obviously, Star Wars is a movie, but it wasn't focused. Like, there was no like plot in that game that was yeah. like focused around that movie. Because mm-hmm. uh, that was like another game I used to jam that. They heck did out have of a uh, like a beat 'em up. Well, that wasn't beat 'em up, but uh, they did have a, uh, for Episode Three. They did have one. It was it wasn't terrible. Oh yeah, the little, mm-hmm. the, some of the dialogue was really bad, like the movie, like the but. movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know what? Episode Three wasn't terrible. I I remember having. It's that honestly my favorite Star Wars, bad. but the video game it, it was is a lot mine of fun. too. Yeah, three. Yeah, yeah, that's my favorite one too. Yeah, um, but yeah, I don't know. People don't like people like ill, ill prequel trilogy lover over here. Yeah, <laughs> but no. yeah, you know what though? That's what we grew up with. A lot of people we see so many people that are like our age and older that love the originals and like will stay with the originals. But when we were growing up, we had the prequels that yeah. were with, and they were cool to us. Everybody gives, like, so much shit to episode one. I watched episode one so much one as a kid. I loved yeah. that movie. Jar Jar's a piece of shit. I, like, I actually I'm, think one's better than two. Yeah, it might The be. new trilogy makes episode one look like Empire. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> this is good yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't I didn't mind seven when that came out. Seven I, was good. I actually I didn't, liked it. Eight, I hated it. I didn't like the fact. Well, I'm not going to say who they killed in case people watch it or whatever. Um, Come but, on, man. It's been six years. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> spoiler alert. Skip ten seconds. They killed Han Solo. Oh, oh how did you do that to me? You bastard. They oh killed Han Solo in the movie, and I was just kind of shocked. Like, man, you, you're going to start a whole trilogy, and right off the rip, you're killing Han Solo, who's just a beloved character and has been alive in our hearts for 40 years. He's one of the fra- faces of the franchise. Yeah, and I was just like, all right, like, 
Man, we'll we, see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. It's yeah. going to be good. Yeah. Oh, man, we need to bring back one of the other originals. Bam! <laughs> night, night, Luke. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and that's just, like, eight was so bad. Oh, my God. And, and I think because eight was so bad, nine suffered from it because eight was just such a, a mess. It was such a mess. Yeah. I remember walking out of that movie, and I was amped to see this movie because, like I said, I liked seven. I took a day off work to see it. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm amped. You know, Luke Skywalker's coming back. Like, holy smokes, this is like going to be the greatest Star Wars movie ever. And, I, and I, I walk out of the theater, I sit in the car, and I'm just like, did that movie suck? Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, you know, because like, when I'm watching it, like my adrenaline's <laughs> up and everything, and, I, you know, then the movie ends, and I'm like, okay. And then I go in the car, and I'm just like, Man, I think that movie sucked. And then, like, I, you know, I sat there and I thought about it, and I was just like, yeah, that wasn't good at all, was it? Yeah. <laughs> that was the first, like, there's times where I walk out of movie theaters, I'm like, that was really good. Like, yeah. Justice League, Batman v Superman, yeah. you know, th- those types of movies, like, that mm-hmm. was really good. And you sit a while on it, and you're like, oh, those are terrible. Yeah. Star Wars Episode Eight. Mm-hmm. the minute I walked out of the theater, I was like, yeah. this is dog shit. Yeah, that was, it was not... I, I got more mad thinking about it. I'm still getting, I'm still mad over it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I I still, I like, I'm getting the meat sweats a little bit. Yeah, it's just like you know, you sit there and it's just like, what are they going to do for nine now? They just killed every plot point they had, and then nine comes out and you just could like tell that they had nothing to work with because they just took eight and just killed everything. And yeah, it's just like, nothing. All right, like eight just killed everything. Ian, that was set Ian up Ian what are you doing? You got you yeah, busy? Yeah, I know they bring we him out of nowhere, and it's just like. Okay, well, that's cool, but, like, this makes no sense. Yeah. Like, why are you killing everything that happened yeah. in the previous movie? Yeah. Like, it's like Seven set up a bunch of stuff for the whole trilogy to, like, oh, you know, move amazing. forward. Oh, it's going to be amazing. And then Eight just was like, hey, all that stuff that they set up in Seven, nope. Like, right out the window. <laughs> well, We're going to do other things. Like, and by other things, I mean nothing. <laughs> like, I'm still sitting here, like... Where's the payoff with like yeah. Benicio del Toro's character? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, all these all these different like, Oh my what, what, god. What, and that's yeah. I can't believe like that made it out to the public. Yeah. They're they're like, I you know. know what? This is good shit. I know. We're going to yeah. put it out there and people are just going to gobble it up. Yeah. Yeah. They they really and one of my favorite parts it. of the movies was when Finn was going to sacrifice himself at the end. To save everybody, I was like, "Wow, I'm gonna like this character." Yeah, and I was like, oh, "Okay," and then and then the the other girl like comes out and just like rams into his ship, like nearly killing both of them, anyways. And she's like, "No, we have to fight for the ones we love." And it's like, that's what he was doing. <laughs> he was going to sacrifice himself, like. And then you just see the big mega so- laser just blow up the door and like kill a bunch of people. I'm it's just like, so fucking what the hell now. was the point of that? <laughs> I'm getting so heated right now. <laughs> Why did you do that? I can't believe I paid twelve dollars for that. Yeah, that was bad. That was not a good movie. The way you guys feel about that is exactly how I felt about Man of Steel when I saw it. That was another movie we saw together. And yeah, I was it, just like, the first like half hour of that movie, I was like, yeah, this is great. This is exactly what I wanted. And then like he, he gets to Earth, and I'm just like... <laughs> it was way too story-driven. What? Yeah, way yeah. too story-driven. Which is, which is way like... It, if you're saving, like, of course, there's got to be like confrontations. Got there's got to be fight, but like, yeah. they literally waited till the end of that movie. Yeah, yeah they, did. That. No, they and did. And you yeah. can't do that. Yeah, they did that for Batman v Superman. Yeah, that was another I, one. I, that I, was I, so We're much not talking. talking about that one. Yeah. <laughs> BS. I, th- I mean, even Justice. I, 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 it's hard for me to. I, I've only watched half the Snyder cut, but from what I remember, they just saved it all for the end. Yeah. From what I recall. Yeah, you can't do that. No, yeah, th- yeah, I don't know. It's it's bad. Man of Steel, I had that that had that effect on me where I was like, 
I was like, I think this was really good. This is a good movie. And then yeah, I sat and thought about it for a week, and I was like, wait a minute. No, it wasn't. Yeah, because we saw it with a bunch of we saw it in a group like a bunch of people. Of buds, over yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like it was divided. It was very divided. Like what people thought of that movie. And I was one of the people. I walked out of that movie like mad, and I was just like. This was terrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember. Like, like, I didn't like this at all. And then, like, you know, I think more people liked it. But then, I th- like you said, like, you know, as, like, people sat on it, and it was just kind of like, yeah, that wasn't. Well, because then I sat and I was thinking about it, and then I'm like, I'm, like, nitpicking everything. I was like, I was like, why, what was with the whole, like, yeah. Kevin Costner stopping him? I was like, that was kind of weird. Like, why did, why, why did they go with that whole angle? And then yeah. I was like. How does Lois Lane already know like that he's <laughs> Superman? Like, yeah. like this is really weird. And then I was like, "Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute." So Superman's down on Earth for like what yeah. twenty something <laughs> yeah. years? That was the and other he's thing. like harnessing his powers and like over the course of like twenty seven years, like whatever, yeah, trying yeah, to yeah, getting get used over to the sun yeah. and shit like that. Zod comes down. And all of a sudden, in five minutes, five minutes, he has it. He has the powers mastered. Yeah. Where's the consistency yeah, with that? That was not. What are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah. Like, come on. And then. And then they level a whole city. Just like and the then two they of level them fighting. the whole just city. Like, what is going they on in this movie? Level the whole city just as a plot point, point for Batman versus yeah. Superman. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was, that was like the I only just, thing it was for. I don't get why. The perfect superhero movie, like Blueprint, has already been written. Yeah. Sorry, Marvel's written it. Yep, they've got yeah. it. Oh yeah, they've got it under control. Mm-hmm. Why do you got to try and reinvent the wheel? Yeah, yeah. Really, they stopped. Right, they did Shazam, Aquaman, yeah, mm-hmm. Wonder, Wonder the first Woman Wonder, Wonder Woman. Shazam was a great movie. First Wonder Woman. Shazam movie. was probably the most Marvel feeling one. Yeah, out of all of them, it was Shazam. the best one. I liked Shazam. Yeah, Sh- I did too. Shazam was my favorite. Is my favorite of the modern DC. Yeah, stuff like. Mm. Post Christian Bale Batman. Yeah. I like yep. Joker. I don't know if you can count that, but yeah. I will take that. Yeah, I'll yeah. accept yeah. that. Yeah. I, yeah. I like Joker a lot. But I did too. It's weird because it's like you look at DC and Marvel, and it's like, in my opinion, like the best comic book movies are all DC, but mm-hmm. they're also like, there's there's like three of them. And like the other ones are just trash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> They're and, just trash. <laughs> and the and the three of them and the three of them are yeah. all in order. Yeah, so. Batman one, two, three, and then like Joker maybe is like in the top ten. Maybe I really like Joker. I don't know. But, yeah, I did too. Um, but you know the rest are just like Marvel, and then like there's just a garbage dump of DC movies at the oh, no. bottom. And, and, and Catwoman. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. <laughs> well, I don't even think about that movie all the time because I'm just like. Pretty, you yeah, put Halle Berry in just a spandex suit, <laughs> and she's just doing <laughs> – that hurt me so bad. Um, Matt, I'm – like, out of all the superheroes, Batman has always been my favorite. And right. Like, Understandably my, so. My comic book collection is primarily bad. I have so many Batman comic yeah, books. Yeah, this man will get mad at stuff. children if they're wearing Batman clothing. I, and he, I, and he'll I, be I like, will. who do you think you are? I'm <laughs> Batman. Literally <laughs> I literally will. You think you're Batman? <laughs> do not wear a Batman shirt around me because you are not Batman, okay? Um, so I um, I understandably was like a huge fan of uh, the Nolan movies when they were coming out. And uh, – you know, Batman Begins was great. Dark Knight was excellent. Um, a lot of people give Dark Knight Rises a lot of shit. 
I didn't hate it. But here's my I didn't hate yeah, it. I didn't it was hate the worst it either. one, but I didn't hate it. Yeah, 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 that's that's what I would say yeah. too. But like, here's my thing too. You rewrite a whole Batman movie yeah. after Heath Ledger dies. Yeah. You do that. right. I mean, that's it's a very important factor because he was supposed to play a major part in those yeah. films. Because because what do you do? You don't recast him. You yeah. can't. No, no, you can't. It's so they had to figure out a whole new angle to go through. Tom Hardy was a great Bane. Yeah, smart, like, intelligent Bane that. threw me off. I was like, oh, they're gonna do the big, big dummy from the old, like the cartoon yeah. and the old movies. Yeah. I did like intelligent Bane. I, I did too because that's how he is. He's nah. very methodical when yeah. like. Throughout the whole Nightfall series, he's very methodical. He's calculated. And what's cool is, like, I don't know if you've ever read Nightfall all the way through. I haven't. But the way way it starts is, like, Batman's already kind of sick. Like, he has, like, he's been battling, like, the flu or whatever. But Bane kicks off his whole plan of taking over Gotham by, um, like, taking – he has, like, a henchman who has a falcon. So Falcon takes some dynamite. This is very com- <laughs> comic booky, and I love it. But he takes some dynamite, and he flies through Joker's cell, and like, and like hits uh, the bottom of his cell with it, and it explodes, and it lets Joker out. Mm. Joker in turn lets everybody out of Arkham Asylum. Everybody. So Batman's battling through all these people and trying to get all this shit in order while he's still sick, too. Right. And then by the time Bane gets to him, he's already, like— Just shot. He's yeah. already broken. Yeah. So then, like, he does the whole—he uh, does the whole backbreak scene, which is super iconic and things like that. I was glad they did that in the movie. Yeah. I was so glad they did mm-hmm. that. Do you, I, I don't think you were sitting next to me in the theater, but I, yeah. I was like— Part of me was like the most famous thing they can do with Bane is doing the nightfall moment. But there's no way you do that because then you don't replace him and you figure it out. So when they get to that scene and he picks him up over his head like that. You knew it was coming. I knew it was coming and I was in shock. I was like, I can't believe they're putting this up in front of my eye. And then it happened and like the child in me that's always grown up loving Batman like just – freaked out it's like that's so cool like that's so cool that they just translated that to the screen or whatever especially the way they did it because he hits his knee and he bounces yeah like he's just like (laughs) that's it like it's over um i'm sure it wasn't the first but that was probably the to to me that's the first like iconic comic book moment that actually made it to a live action scene you know what other one is good so um this is from uh dark knight but it's a moment from a storyline in Batman called The Long Halloween where um, Harvey Dent, Jim Gordon, and Batman are all working together to try and find this holiday killer. That's what it is in Long Halloween. Right. And the beginning and end of Long Halloween take place with all three of them on um, the roof of police headquarters, like, talking about their um, their plan and, like, going over things and stuff. And they did that in Dark Knight. Where all three of them yeah, at one point are on yeah. top of the police building and they're doing this 360 shot of them. Because that's how they do it in the comics, too, is it's like there are shots where it's like underneath and it's showing like where they are and then like side profiles of all of them and stuff. That's so when cool. they were doing that, I was like, oh, shit, that's that's Nolan being super smart and super like doing his research mm-hmm. and knowing like yeah. knowing the product. Yeah. Crazy so, concept. Yeah. So all that that that's a good that's the perfect segue into the fact that Marvel's been doing its own thing for so long mm-hmm. and we knew they've been doing their own thing for so long. 
So why did DC see that and not just take their time and be like, whatever, they're doing their thing, we have ours, let's calculate some good movies. We don't need to, like, compete. If if it's good, people are going to like the product. Exactly. Take more time on a Superman Mm -hmm. movie. Figure it out. Marvel figured out the Hulk, and that's one of the hardest things you can do. Yes. Mm-hmm. every We saw a Hulk movie together. Yeah. Every Hulk movie has been the highest one, the best one, which was the Ed Norton one, which we saw, yeah. was good. Yeah. We left the, me and my friends left the theaters, and we were, we were so hyped up. They were like... Yo, we want to, they went and ran a lap around the, the parking lot after the, after the Ed Norton one. But you, but you, I mean, you you bring up a great point yeah. with the DC. Like, my my thing is this: they were trying so hard to catch up to Marvel right yeah. away. That's like they started off with, you know, uh, right. Their Superman. first attempt was the Batman v. Well, technically that, yeah, technically that. But their first like big attempt was Batman v Superman. Right? They fought yep. Doomsday. Yeah. Was it yep. Doomsday in that movie? Yeah. What, what, what was supposed to be Doomsday? Yeah, that's like that's like starting off with Thanos. Like, a friend, a friend brought up to me that's almost the equivalent of starting off your your franchise by fighting Thanos. That's like the, yeah. the Avengers fought Thanos. Yeah. in the first Avengers instead of Loki. Yeah, yeah, that that was crazy. my thing too. It was like you were gonna make him have a standalone storyline with Doomsday before Lex Luthor. Yeah. That's the one you start with. Yeah. Like, that's what you do. Like, that's why it was cool that, well, like... Well, he was in it, but it was just like... But it was... Okay, first he, he of was, all... He was bad, First too. of all, that wasn't... <laughs> right, that wasn't him. That was that was the Riddler in a, in, in, in a Superman movie. That's yeah. what that was. Um, But, like, you do, you do Zod for the first one, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one you Makes can sense. start off That's okay, it, yeah. It's, it's good. The same way that... Um, Ra's al Ghul and Batman Begins let off, or um, and Scarecrow let off Batman Begins. Yeah. Um, but then you don't jump from that to doing the big league guy, like you <laughs> yeah. said. Yeah. Like you don't, you don't do that. Doomsday's claim to fame is killing Superman. Correct. So as soon as you put him in the movie, you're like, Superman's dead. Yeah, and he died. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it was just so half-assed, like done to. It was. It, it reminded me like it, the level of disappointment I had with Doomsday was the equivalent I had with uh, with Venom in Spider Man Three. Yeah, major yeah, villain. Yeah. Obviously, everybody loved Venom. I think Do- Doomsday is a very popular yeah. character. Obviously, mm-hmm. and he only spent the last you know X amount of time. Yeah. I'm not sure his duration in in Batman v Superman, but the last half yeah, hour yeah, Spider Man Three was Venom. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much what Doomsday was too. It's like the last like half hour, yeah. if that. Yeah, mm-hmm. if that. Yeah, yeah. So it's just bad. They, yeah. they they tried they tried too hard to get themselves with the MCU, and it ended up backfired. And they resetting. They're getting new actors. They don't have. It's not a linear universe. I, I, just, yeah, and the other mm-hmm. thing is like, does anybody even know like what they're doing anymore? Is it is it over? Does anyone care? <laughs> <laughs> and then Wonder Woman 1984. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah, and that was not good. It was, just, it was not yeah, great. It was. It was fine. It was underwhelming. Aquaman. I saw and I was like, it was all right. I, I my thing was I was like, you know what? This was okay. Like yeah. I wasn't expecting much, and it. It got my expectations. I feel like the guy up. they got for like, okay. Aquaman is really good. Jason Momoa, yeah. yeah, he's awesome. He's a good guy to play him. He was cool, and the cast they had was great. Willem Dafoe was great. Um, yeah. A bunch of other really, really great high-profile people were in that movie. But it was like that was that was at least kind of cool. But like yeah. even when I saw that, I saw that with my dad, and my two brothers, and I and we walked out, and all three of them were like, "That sucked." And I yeah. was like, 
It did? I was like, I actually <laughs> thought it was okay. My like, dad loved it, and I thought it was just, like, all right. Maybe I liked it for, like, the colors and stuff, though, yeah. too. I don't know, because it, yeah. it was very cool in that. It was, like, flashy in that way mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I like cool cinematography that, like, can be done like that in effects. But, like, again, too, when you yeah. go into a DC movie now, you're kind of expecting something horrible. So when yeah. something's not necessarily yeah, horrible, exactly. you're like... Okay, like, that's a good point. Our bar was actually very. You're, you're right. It was yeah, probably every, very low. Yeah, at every time yeah. I go into a DC movie, I go, "This is gonna suck." So mm-hmm. it's a, you know, if if it's decent, then it's like, "Oh, that wasn't terrible." That's how I went with the Fox X Men movies, and that's why probably why I enjoyed Dark Phoenix as much as I did. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I think <laughs> I stopped watching them after three. Yeah, I I, I, um, I, I need to catch up. That, those ones are great. X One and Two are like top tier level. I remember ones. Two being very good. Two is excellent. Two I haven't seen so these good. movies in years either. Three like was so half. We were just talking about this before we got started, yeah, but like be very bad. The, yeah. the fact that um, the actor who played Scott Summers left to do Superman Returns, yeah, I mean, could you terrible could decision. you blame him though? Like even like the, the misuse of him in Spider Man or excuse me, X Men Two, yeah. like they barely use yeah. him in X Men Two. It's like, yeah, yeah. sorry, I'm gonna go. That's be fair. Superman. That's yeah. fair. That's but, fair. I, which, yeah. but I mean, it still sucks because yeah. being a huge Cyclops fan, Cyclops is that I was that I am. Cyclops was one of the big parts of the '90s X-Men cartoon. That's yeah. what a lot of people, mm-hmm. why people went to those see yeah. those X-Men movies, yeah. right? No, he was huge. That's yeah. why Fox thought those were the A players, and yeah. that the the Captain Americas and Iron Man, all the Avengers were the B players. Yeah. That's why they left them off to the side. Yeah, which was uh, we see now was a huge mistake in hindsight. Huge but, mistake. but if they did, if they had completed X three right and not just left. I feel like the majority of that movie, for as far as the X-Men go, was put on the shoulders of um, Logan, Storm, and Iceman. Those were the three that were just, like, there, that were, like, your staples from the beginning. Mm -hmm. So then it's like... Yeah, because they it's, killed everyone else. Right, because they either <laughs> killed everybody else, or then there was that whole thing where they were like, yeah, we every- don't want our mutant powers anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> which was really weird. I don't know why they went down that road. But by the end, it was just like, okay, so this is over. Like, what do we do here? Yeah. Origins Wolverine was, or, or oh, yeah, just... X-Men Origins Wolverine was terrible. Don't ever do that to Deadpool ever again. <laughs> just the fact that Ryan Reynolds still makes fun of it, yeah. it makes me laugh so hard every time I hear it. I forgot it. about that. Um, they do that. They did First Class, which First Class is a great movie. I uh, see it. Wolverine, which was ba- it was starting to get better. That's when it was like, okay, this is like this is increasing. Days of Future Past, which was awesome, mm-hmm. unless you see the full cut, like the full director's cut, then it's really bad. I love I love Days of Future Past. I thought it was really going to set up something special. I remember I being too. mad after the next movie because I was like, oh shoot, they're bringing back Apocalypse. All the all the X Men are coming back. It's going to be just as good as the oh Avengers. yeah, they mixed them or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they yeah. mixed it was them, cool. but. I, I I remember, yeah, they did a postcard scene with the apocalypse, and, but at the end of that movie, Wolverine's going, he's passing by James Mars in a Cyclops, Holly Berry a Storm, yeah. Xavier's back, that Famke, uh, whatever her name is, is Jean Grey, and there's... Uh, it was so cool. Fraser was there as Beast, whatever the... <laughs> I can't think of his name, but, <laughs> you know, these are all, like, cool cameos, and it's like, wow. Gonna get the team together. And yeah, they're, they're gonna actually do something right, yeah. and then and apocalypse then sucked. Ass. Yeah, they didn't. I heard that was bad. <laughs> yeah, it was really bad. Um, Julie loves it because she's a huge X Men fan, so she'll watch like anything X Men related and like it. But even like when we started dating, I was also like, here. I want to show you what, like, really, really good X-Men consists of. And mm-hmm. I bought her, like, the Dark Phoenix saga and, and, like, 
volume one and two of Age of Apocalypse and stuff like that. So she would read that and be like, okay, I have questions. And, like, ask me, like, things like that. (laughs) And, like, started to get it. But then our coolest – the coolest experience we had together as X-Men fans undoubtedly was watching Logan in theaters. Yeah. Yeah. It was – that was such a – Freaking to watch it, Steve. Oh my god, <laughs> every time you tell me that, it breaks my heart a little bit more. Watch, watch that movie as soon as you possibly yeah, can. I know just the beginning, Matt. Have you you've seen that? Oh, movie, yeah, right? I've seen it. I have it on DVD somewhere. I know I've watched it. It's TV so and I've seen cool. it at AMC. It's and so cool. Everybody was just in a good mood watching it. It's, that movie. it's yeah. so good. No, I heard nothing but great things just yeah. from beginning to end. It's just seamless. Yeah. It, yeah, it's it's the most perfect Logan movie you could have possibly mm-hmm. done. Um, the um, violence, the language, the storytelling. Patrick Stewart coming back into it, amazing. Yeah, it, it just everything. The guy from Narcos playing um the one villain with the robot. Oh, hand, I always yeah. forget his name. Yeah, um, he was. He was just awesome in that role. He was he was such a dirtbag. Every role he plays, <laughs> he looks like a dirtbag, and I love actors like that. Yeah, um, but. Please get on watching yeah, that know. movie as soon as it. possible. I, I, I've heard nothing but good things, like I said, but I just, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's one of those things I, I just need to get to. Yeah. Um, so let's circle back to video games real quick. Oh, we're talking about video games. Real, uh, <laughs> real quick. Well, yeah. No, I, <laughs> I know, I know, right? We already this talked about it. This is totally off the rails. I love it, though. This is whatever. this is my nerdiest episode yet, and I love it. We're just getting caught up with things. But yeah. this is how conversation should be, yeah, right? You're 100% yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just free-flowing. Uh-huh. So last time you were on here, we talked about uh, how you were going to play Undertale. Yes. You were going to work on that. Yeah. And since then, you've played it for a couple different streams. Yeah. It, so what did you think of the game? Like, I know that yeah. it was sent to you by a friend, Yeah, right? my buddy sent it to me. Um, shout out, Squill. Shout um, out, Squill. <laughs> but he sent it to me because um, he streamed it. And, you know, there was always, like, Undertale's a game where it's not a very long game. But there's different endings to it. Mm-hmm. So it can be long. Um, but I would say like one solid playthrough would take five, six hours maybe yeah. to, to play through it. Um, and there's three different endings. Um, so there's like – Undertale's a game where, you know, you, you run into random creatures kind of like Pokemon a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like random battles. And the way you can kill these things or like beat them rather is you can like talk them out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can just attack them and like kill them, like like you know, like like you normally would. Yeah. Uh, which like like I said, you you would normally would, but if you do that in this game, it yells at you like you're evil, you're a monster. How how could you kill this thing? This thing's got a family. Like how dare you? Oh <laughs> yeah. So it's like you know, like if like you know, you're in Pokemon, you're just grinding through the grass, and you're like, oh, here's a pigeon. I'm just gonna one shot it real quick or whatever. Yeah. You get your experience and you're done. Right. But in this game, it's like you get your experience and it's just like you monster. <laughs> like like how could you? <laughs> so there's three ways to beat the game. So one way is you talk everything out of it. Um. The second way is you kill everything, or there's, like, a third way, which is kind of, like, a mix of mm-hmm. both. Like, oh, I killed some things, but not everything, so don't get too mad at me or whatever. Kind of Bioshocky. Yeah, yeah, in a way, yeah, yeah, because Bioshock's, like, the same way, in, in a way, with, like, the little sisters. Yes. You know, you can either save them or kill them, mm-hmm. and, and then there's, like, you know, there's the third the way. Of like, be- yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so this is the same thing, but um, it, it's harder, though, because, it's like, Bioshock, you have, like, 
what, 10 little sisters or something that mm-hmm. you got to, like, make a decision for. In this, you have to, like, okay, I'm going to talk everything out of it. And if you accidentally, like, click, like, attack and, like, kill something, mm-hmm. then it's just like, well, there goes the run. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> There goes the run. So the entire time I was playing it, I was on pins and needles, like, you know, don't screw this up. Because if I screw this up, then it's just, like, I have to go hours back and, like, redo the run. And mm-hmm. that's, like, I, something I don't want to do. Ugh. Um but anyway, so Squill sent it to me because my buddy Squill, who's also a streamer, um, he sent it to me because at the end of the one run where you kill everything, mm-hmm. there's this one boss named Sands, and he's just like this jokey like skeleton guy or whatever, <sighs> and the dude's got one health point, so all you got to do is hit him once, but like every time you go to attack him, like he dodges it, and like you just you just like. You miss, and, yeah. and you're supposed to do it on purpose or whatever. But um, the the guy is such a bitch to beat. <laughs> I watched you a bitch go to at be. him over Holy and over again. Smokes. Holy he shit, sucks. dude! You yeah. put so much time into yeah. Beating so him. like, you know, when Squill did it, it, that was always like the joke, like, oh, just beat him. All you gotta do is hit him once, bro. Just hit him once. It's not that hard. Whatever. <laughs> so you get mad or whatever. Right. Then he then he'd be like, all right, you do it. So he sent me the game. So the first time I did it, um, I did that like neutral run. It's called where you you kill things and you save things yeah, or whatever. Because yeah, I was yeah. kind of just getting my ground. Like I didn't know what I was doing. But you know, first thing I do when I'm in the game and I run into an enemy, I find an enemy. Oh, I'm gonna kill him. Level up. And then everyone's yelling at me. What are you doing? What are you doing? It's, it's just like I don't know what I'm doing. Is this what you're supposed to do? So <laughs> after that, I, I kind of got to the point like, oh, okay, you got to save things or whatever. So this is how you save things and talk them out of it. Right. Um, so that was my first run was the neutral. Then the second one, I, I saved everything. You know, I, I talked them all out of it. It's called like the pacifist run, which is like the the good feel ending, the feel good ending. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, oh, everyone's happy. Everyone lives and blah, 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 blah. Um, and then at the end, I saved it for the – it's called the genocide run where you just – run through everything, everything and kill yeah. everything um so then i got to this boss that like i was making fun of squill for be- not beating and uh it took me three and a half hours Ugh. the first stream and then i i raged quit i ended <laughs> <laughs> i ended I, I was i had like 25 people watching me and everyone's just like having a good time watching me suffer and i'm just sitting there like this sucks <laughs> yeah yeah. So I ended, and uh, and then uh, I came back a couple of days later, and uh, I, it took me like another hour and a half, but I eventually beat the guy or whatever. I'm so proud of you. And it was just like such a weight lifted off my shoulder <laughs> that I did that. Uh, is it one of my biggest gaming accomplishments, like we said earlier? Probably not, but... It was still like cool to do. It yeah. was a, it was a cool thing to do on stream. One of my greatest streaming accomplishments, I would mm-hmm. say. Um, That's a long, but yeah, boss it was a lot of effort. It was just yeah, you had to you know th- this guy's just throwing lasers at you. He's, he's just, everything. He's just like he, he's so strong. He's so strong to kill. But mm-hmm. I, I did it, and um, so I beat the game, and uh, it was it was fun. It was a good game. Yeah, um, it looked like a. It was, it was a just lot like an fun. indie game. It, it's actually. Um, took a lot of inspiration from the game Earthbound, which we were talking about mm-hmm. earlier. Yep. Um, so, like, the creator was, like, a big Earthbound fan or whatever and kind of wanted to do something like that. So there's a lot of elements in that game that he brought over to uh, his his game, Undertale. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and uh, you can see like the humor. There's like cheeky humor in it. The writing is brilliant. Uh, the only thing I would say about that game is there's some things that you have to know going into it. Yeah, that like you like like because like I said, there was like three endings, but like and, and like the good the feel good ending mm-hmm. where you, you talk everything out of it. There's also like bonus stuff you got to do, and it's like if I didn't have everybody in. St- stream like in the in the chat like yelling at me like oh you gotta go way the heck back and do this now it's like how the heck would i have known that the joys of streaming yeah because <laughs> yeah. you, you have so, everybody on your yeah, ass so all there, the time you know there's just there's, there's some stuff in that like where it's just like you have to know what you're doing mm-hmm. in order to like do the game correctly um but like overall it was it was a good game yeah I liked it a lot good for you dude yeah. i'm glad yeah it was it was it was fun so sure. what's next for you then um Jeez, <laughs> what's next? Um, so I think last time I said I was gonna do um, Undertale and Majora's Mask, mm-hmm. and I still have not done Majora's Mask. Um, I think that's what you should do next. So that is definitely coming up soon. Now I do have Pokemon Snap Two pre-ordered. Ooh. When's that come out? In like two weeks. Yeah, it comes out in two weeks. So it part of me is like, oh, well, maybe I'll stream the first game, and that will take like a day or two. Yeah, it's a short game, very short. And then you know, then I can get, I can stream the second one when that comes out. So I don't think I would be able to beat Majora's Mask before then. No, probably not. It would be very tight, and I don't think I feel like dealing with that. So, Mm. (laughs) so I'll probably just, um, you know, do some. Hangout streams and stuff like that until that game comes out in two weeks. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll play the first one like I said, um, and then I'll probably have like four ish streams. I'm thinking until that game comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll probably just wait until that, and then that'll come out, and then I'm thinking Majora's Mask. <sighs> please just as soon as you can <laughs> just because pokemon snap is so close at this point i really want to play that game too and i hope it's good because the first one was just so great and mm. will the second one be just as good probably not but probably not but let's hope so yeah yeah That'd i mean it could be it looks good mm-hmm. there, like there's nothing about the game where i'm like oh, this is like looks looks weird looks like have you i don't know if you've seen any trailers for it but like yeah. the game looks gorgeous and everything 100 percent. um so could be fun, so we'll we'll see. Yeah, uh, so I'm thinking. I think that's where we're gonna go next. That'd be fun to do. Yeah, and you're. It's it's nice to see because you're getting a lot of games that are varied too. So you're getting a lot of traffic because of that, mm-hmm. and I think that's really smart. And I think it's a good thing you're doing. You're up to three fifty. Last time we were you, yeah. we were here, you were at like two seventy five or something. Yeah, like that. No, and that was only a month ago. Oh no, yeah, the, we uh, we've been. Been, it's been going well last uh, month or so. Yeah. Ever since I started Sonic, really. Like, there was a point in my streaming career where I was just kind of like, man, I don't know what I'm doing next. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I'm going to beat Sonic. I never beat him, so I'm going to do that. And, like, ever since that, it's been going well uh, mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, so, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see what's ahead in the future here. But, yeah, exactly. Uh, last week was a little rough, but we'll, we'll, we'll you know, we'll whatever. Bounce yeah, you, you bounce flows. back and... Hopefully we we keep it going. So, mm-hmm. well, good for you, man, and everybody that's listening. At Steve for Cheese on Twitter, on on Twitch and mm-hmm. on Twitter. Yeah, but on Twitch. Yeah. Um, Twitch let's get TV let's keep Steve getting you cheese. some subscribers and some followers, dude. You're trying to get to 500 by July. Yeah. Okay. And we are. I did. That was something I said. Or like this, this ain't happening. Happen. I was like, this ain't happen. happening. But ever since I put it, you know, like it's been it's been going well. So mm-hmm. I, I think. Uh, 
An extra I think we're on incentive. Track at this point, but who knows? Extra incentive. Um, if Steve hits 500 followers in July, he is doing a music stream. Yes, and will probably <laughs> include a lot of different people from the community too on that's, that stream. Yeah, that's what like I was music thinking. Video game, like you no, know, like, rock band. No, like uh, singing. Okay, and like guitar, actual singing and playing um, guitar. I mean, yeah. we could do rock band. He, hey, I would rather do rock band. I think <laughs> that <laughs> would be fun. That but would yeah, be fun. yeah, yeah. People like know I play guitar, so like I oh, do a music stream, do a music stream. I'm like, I don't want to do that. So, so that's why I was like, oh, community challenge. Get me to 500 followers and I'll do it. So yeah, and people have been showing up and stuff. So it's been uh, it's been it's been helpful. But hey, not not only if you get to 500, will I um, donate five? I'll donate five if you get to 500. Ooh. But I'll also um, I'll come on and do a song with you for oh, your music man. stream. Will you sing with arms wide open? I'll do it for you. Oh for your music stream, my! I will, I will. honestly Now we have come to get to 500. That. So. <laughs> If you're listening and you're on Twitch <laughs> at Steve for Cheese, get him some support, man. Show him some love. <laughs> that or Third Eye Blind, we'll do one of the two. Hey, we had know. to jam on uh, to that on the way here because yeah. I just I just associate one of that my band favorite summer bands. Oh, they're so good. One of dude. my favorite summer bands. I don't know. I don't know if you like live music at all, Matt. Like uh, concerts are a pain for me, but I I, I get it. I. I, mostly because of the people, but I do appreciate. I can appreciate live music. Yeah, Third Eye Blind is one of the best bands I've ever seen live. Did I see them live. They're so good. Oh, no, it's three doors down. Too many threes. Yeah, <laughs> so many threes. I've seen uh, Three yeah. Days Grace. Yeah, Three Days Grace. <laughs> right. I'm sure. There's, I'm sure there's a couple other ones. <laughs> three Doors Down, Nickelback, and Puddle of Mud. I think it during. Oh like, man, in 2004. <laughs> Oh, in 2004, too. That's a good year to see all of them. It was. Yeah. It was a birthday gift. It was a late birthday gift. Peak of all those bands. Yeah. Yeah, Like, real, real good stuff. Uh, Nickelback played Hero from Spider-Man. I was like, (laughs) yes. (laughs) That's sick. I actually heard Nickelback's very good live. I enjoyed them. I, I don't they're know. A good time. I know they're a meme. Like everyone hates on them, but like I actually heard they're really good live. So <laughs> the, I, the I internet don't know. can turn anything into yeah, a meme. Yeah, though. that's a thing exactly. too. People have been hating on Nickelback for years. Creed, like I don't even mind. Like yeah. I heard Creed used to be fun. Yeah, for concerts, probably people, people hated them. I mean, like, oh, it's I had fun with Creed back <laughs> in the day. Did you? Yeah, I think I told open. you this. Every um, oh, I might not have. I can't remember if we talked about this last time. I don't remember. I think we might have just mentioned it. So um, we, for every school talent show or whatever, I decided, like, I wanted to, like, sing and perform in, like, fourth grade. And so every uh, every Christmas or so, I would get, like, karaoke DVDs. I think I – or CDs. I have, like, three or four of them maybe by the time I hit fifth grade. Right. And with Arms Wide Open was on one of them, and I loved that song at one point. So I sang that song at every talent show or event or things that they asked me to sing at (laughs) from, like, mid-fourth grade all the way until mid-eighth grade. (laughs) It felt like like every other month. It felt like every (laughs) other month, I'm sure. I am so sorry to, like, the people that went to NTC that had to hear me sing that song three times a year, every year. Like, it just... He was very good at it, too. I, I want to say... Is of this? Uh, oh, no. man. No. I, what I wouldn't pay. <laughs> oh, God. 
it's so every, everything. I wish I would have given it a rest. And then the one time I remember giving it a rest and I sang higher. Yeah. By Creed. Yeah. Can you, t- yeah, you, do, exactly. you get really into it or you did put your own spin on it? I got to like. Is that kind of going on? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's got a lighter in school. Oh, <laughs> and did the whole Oh, you can't cut it off there. No. <laughs> one of these days. Uh, 500 followers on, mm, on Twitch. There you go. Shameless <laughs> plugging. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. But Third Eye Blind, I feel like, is a band that, like, people have just had this respect for, but they only know them for a couple yeah. of songs. But in particular, the show we saw them at, too, uh, well, I for the second time, I was supposed to yeah. see it the first time with you, but I couldn't. Yeah. Um. The show we saw second time was better. Just so you know. Oh, cool. That's good. That's good. Um, So the second time we saw them, they were doing their self-titled album because it was the twentieth anniversary of it. Yeah. Okay. So they were doing that's the best album. Yeah, it's their best ones. So losing a whole year, semi charm life, jumper, how it's going to be, all of those. But in album order too. So they're doing the entire one after another too. It's beautiful. And we were in the pit, so we went to the pit for Darian Lake to see that. It wasn't super expensive or nothing to go see them, and it was was like a hundred bucks to take in. It was that's not bad at all. Yeah, it was worth it. So worth it. I just remember, like, the, like they start off with like losing my losing a whole year, year. And, and then like the lights just like came on. It was so blinding. It was so, so awesome. It was so loud. It was perfect. Yeah, I'm glad I caught that set because the first time you saw them was kerfuffle, right? Yeah, and they probably had a shortened set. Because yeah, and they, had and they so killed it. I'll tell you it. what, they killed it that set too. But it just it was so much better. The um, the second time we saw it. And like yeah. I remember getting out of the first one, like, oh man, I wish Dan like could have seen this because that was the whole reason we wanted to go was to go see. Yeah, them. I know. And they were like, you know, because usually like kerfuffle or whatever, like kerfuffle is like a music festival. Yeah. in Buffalo, it's just like a tiny one though, so it's like only a couple hours. But you know, they usually you know work their way up to like the headline or whatever. And it was them. They were there, and Sublime was there. And I was kind of like, oh, man, I wonder who's going to headline, like, them or Sublime, like, because Sublime's kind of, like, a bigger band, too. Yeah. And, like, Third Eye Blind played, like, second, second I or think third or something. Me. And I was like, what the hell? And they, they killed it. Yeah. <laughs> they killed it. Yeah. <laughs> who made about it? Yeah, uh, it was Sublime. It was Sublime. It was Sublime, but there was, like, another band or two, like, in between. And I was like, That's weird. who who? <laughs> like, who who books of, this shit? Yeah, yeah. And then Sublime got up there. You know, they're just kind of, you know, they're a stoner band or whatever. And, you know, they're just like, I don't know. I feel like the mood just went, like, right down. Like, yeah, yeah, they're definitely, st- I mean, I only really know them for Santeria. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. I know they have other big hits, yeah. but that's like, that's like their. Yeah, their you know, a lot there, of like, songs like that where it's yeah. just kind of like, oh. They did that the one year with, um,. There was another band, like the second time we went to the one before Christmas together, that um, the band that headlined was like another kind of like trippy kind of stoner elemental band. Okay. And I remember it brought the mood down kind of. Yeah. uh, I I have to. No, I (laughs) freaking hate that band though so much. They were so bad. They did a 10-minute cover of (laughs) Sweet Dreams as part of their set. Like, and not like the Manson version where it slowed down. The actual, like, original version. Yeah. Rhythmics. 10 minutes of it. Yeah. I remember the first song they played. Dan was like in front of me, and I was just like, 
in the back and you know like i know these this like the main headline i never really heard of this band i I knew a couple of their songs but you know i wasn't enough to like oh yeah this is gonna be awesome and this is before that whole freaking i can make your hands clap song too yeah so like i'm just like in the back and i'm kind of like man i don't know i'm not really like feeling this or whatever so the song ends dan turns around and gives me this dead stare like what are we listening to? And I was like, thank God it wasn't just me that thought this was just kind of like lame. It was so fun. I remember from that. Just night, the most sarcastic like, face. Like, it was huh? so bad. It was so bad. And I remember the whole song. Like, like, I'd, like, I'm thinking that. And he's turn, He's watching too. Then he just like turns around. Everyone's like clapping. He turns around, like, looks at me. And I'm like, oh, thank God it wasn't just me. That wasn't like. Yeah. At a point, I was like, I was like. The whole time, I'm like, oh, it's probably just me. It's just like, I don't no, know, it wasn't at all. It wasn't at all. The whole time, I was like, at one point, I turned to Stephen. I'm like, can we, we left. I was like, we? can I was like, can we go? And you were like, oh, let's stay for a little yeah. bit. Like, we're good. And five minutes later, he turns. He's like, yeah, I'm ready to go. <laughs> we out. It was bad. Yeah. But I, I'm looking forward to seeing live music again once yeah. all of this. Yeah, I, I had I had tickets to the Rolling Stones. Oh, and I yeah. had tickets to Billy Joel, both at the stadium. And, oh, God. Uh, and nothing. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully they come hopefully i mean we're vaxxed now so that means bills games are an option this season which would be great although they're fighting that now too that you don't even need it anymore so (laughs) people are something (laughs) they don't know i'm listen i'm not the i'm not a bills fan (laughs) by any means but i think vaccinations are good because some of the crazies will be yeah like people are gonna be drinking they're gonna be walking around without their masks on and stuff like that for sure i was just listening to um one of my favorite actors and comedians and he was just talking about how the show he's um shooting a season four right now Mm -hmm. they get tests every day on set and he was like people still got covid he's like that's how you could take every safety precaution in the book but like it's just like if one person's sick, you're going to get a bunch of people sick. So it's yeah, it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. It I makes just, sense. I just got point. my first uh, dose today. Hey, so welcome uh, to the Sheep Club. Yeah. <laughs> bah. <laughs> bah. <laughs> um, I'm hoping they, because um, like the Blue Jays are playing here. Yeah, I, I'm hoping they open that up to the public because I want to go to a freaking Blue Jays me game too. in Buffalo. I'd like, love how to dope see would them. that be? So me and my dad are like trying, I'm like hoping. I know. That they open I, I was up. so pissed last year that I couldn't see the yeah. Mets playing Buffalo. I know. Like, I how dope would that be? Yeah. Like, so, so it's like that was one of the reasons. I was like, well, if they say, oh, you need a vaccine, then mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, I'm ready now. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes sense. It just does. Yeah. Um, dirty heads are who headlined. This third year we went. They do oh. that. My sweet summer's gone. Oh, yeah, that yeah. one. Very forgettable. <laughs> yeah, that was. It was kind of. It was sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So, this past Sunday was WrestleMania, and yes. we haven't gotten to talk about this yet. Yeah. So, for those who don't follow pro wrestling, WrestleMania is the biggest uh, wrestling pay per view of the entire year. It's the Super Bowl. It's the Super Bowl of wrestling. It's the granddaddy of the granddaddies. Granddaddy of the granddaddies. It used to be one day and one eight hour event, and oh, now, and now they've split it into two <laughs> nights. Which I don't know about you guys, but I like the two night thing much better. I do too. That sounds way better. I, I mean, <laughs> did I like the old the old just one day? Of course. Yes. The three hours, yeah. four hours. I'm okay yeah. with that. When you start having pre-shows yeah. matches at like three, four o'clock in the afternoon, God. you're just dr- people yeah. are going to be exhausted it's a whole yeah. day. Sure. I mean, like, indie wrestling shows have that much. And, and you got to think too with WWE. There's a lot of talking. There's a lot of production yeah. behind the scenes in between mm-hmm. matches. It's just 
you're you're done. You're yeah. shot. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. So it's a lot, but I I like the two night format, and then I only watched night two. But this year I had this cool realization where like we were Steve, you and I were playing on PSN beforehand, yeah. and we were talking about you were talking about how you were getting off to watch Mania, and I'm not like. I feel like you might be more into yeah, like, my, me wrestling and my dad right watch now it than, I, than yeah. I've been in the past yeah, me, couple my, of years. Yeah, and I only watch it because my dad watches it, and it's right. kind of like, you know, because if I was just sitting there, like, by myself, I'd be like, mm-hmm. what am I doing here? But, you know, <laughs> like, it's something, like, me and my dad could talk about, like, we'll laugh, make fun of and stuff like that. Yeah. Some of it's so dumb, but, oh, yeah. um, it, you know, it's just, a, it's just a good time over it. I mean, even, like, 100%. the pay-per-views, they're, like... Two bucks to like watch, and it's right. just like who cares? Like I'll spend two bucks to be entertained for two or like four hours, or exactly whatever, or two hours. So you were talking about that that night, and then like I got off, and I was gonna play some multiplayer or something, and mm-hmm. then I sat and I was like, the twelve-year-old kid in me, yeah, would have killed to be able to watch yeah. WrestleMania for free. Yeah, like would have killed. My first WrestleMania that I remember was WrestleMania twenty-one. Which I say twenty was my first. Yeah, twenty one was mine, and it was headlined by uh, Triple H and Batista, and John Cena and JBL. It's when Cena won the title for the first time, and okay. and Batista did too. Yeah, um, Randy Orton uh, wrestled the Undertaker. Like uh, that's one of my favorite matches that's ever been put on. I love that match so much. Um, but like I remembered that nostalgia, and I was like, I would have killed to be able to just put that on my TV for, yeah. like, five bucks and yeah. watch it. So for night two, I was like— because yeah, back in the day, wasn't it, like, 40, 50 bucks? So you had to like some, it's Yeah, just like, so holy smokes. I, I, God bless these people that are out there that, like, spend— Drop fifty dollars. I know, like, you know, like, and that's only WrestleMania. And they're buying the, like yeah. pay per views yeah, like every you know, month and you know, stuff it's, like it's that. It's just like it's fake fighting, where it's just kind of yeah. like you know, it, you know, it's entertainment, but you know, it's just like holy. Smoke. I used to live yeah. for it. I, I yeah. really used to live for it. Like it was the like I did too. It defined my personality, oh, huge, and yeah. I got like I got made fun of because of it. Everybody else like football, and I'm like the pro wrestling. Kid. Yeah, Matt Kanicki used to get on my ass all the time. <laughs> you remember? Yeah. He used to be like, "You watch fake stuff. Why yeah. you watch that fake stuff?" <laughs> And like, then I became – well, I'll never forget this. I, I, I loved it so much. I remember in eighth grade, I told my home and careers teacher that I wanted – she's like, oh, what do you guys want to be when you grow up, this mm-hmm. and that. And I'm just – I'm like, I want to be a pro wrestler. And she had the whole class make fun of me. That's how oh much I love – That's so Never shitty, forgot dude. about it. That's yeah. terrible. Never that's forgot so about that. shitty. But that's just shitty. Yeah. That doesn't even have to do with you being a wrestler She's like, and I want to be a sumo wrestler. And everybody oh everybody laughed at me. I was oh so pissed. God. That's a terrible teacher. Because oh, yeah. you don't Honestly, like yeah. your teachers should be like if you say that they should be encouraging you to like do shit like yeah. that. But like I I get that there's a point like when Kevin went to um, Bosey's, all he used to do for his video editing was he would edit like wrestling videos and do like different matches and stuff. And at one point the Bosey's teacher was like, okay, can you edit something like other than wrestling for <laughs> once? Because like. Yeah. Every assignment that I get from you is that yeah. I just need to see something else. But flat out criticizing somebody for, for just, a dream. Yeah. yeah it's like, I, can't, oh, I went home and ripped up. down all my posters. That yeah. was so bad. Oh, my that's God. How pro- that's how much I used to love it. I but, love it. But now, like, within the last five years, I've been like just super jaded toward it. Partly because I used to do it. Yeah. And a part of the, it's just, it's so bad now. Yeah, a lot of it is. <laughs> it's really so, bad. like, there's nothing good about it. I'm like, I can't believe I used to just, yeah. just fight to stay up to, you know, past 9 o'clock to watch this. But we yeah. were watching some cool, you, you know what I think of all the time is the Smackdowns we used to watch and the Raws we used to watch back in the day had so much energy. 
they just had this mm-hmm. electricity. It was like crazy. You every match was, was it, it was just crazy. And like Michael T- and Michael Cole and Taz hearing them every week and yeah. they, their voices just like hype me up and like the rosters were so good. The rosters and like, were good. The storylines were good, mm-hmm. and that's always an important mm-hmm. thing. Well, there the, was always something different happening. Now I feel like a lot of it's just like yeah, the same. throw together matches. Yeah. Now there's you know like you would always stay up to the end because it's like oh main event you know something's going down or yeah. whatever. But now it's just kind of like oh main event and maybe someone comes out and attacks somebody. For yeah, a stay like, you okay. stay up for a title match and it's like oh it's a disqualification. Yeah, yeah it's uh, yeah. Yeah. that's yeah. the biggest yeah, kick exactly. in the balls. Yeah. Ever, yeah. ever is just like that, or like it's like we know what it is. Like you can stop this crap, right? You know, like I'm yeah. not gonna come back and watch it. I know it, it, they have. Um, I don't know if you ever watched What Culture Wrestling at all. Oh, I this last year with COVID, I spent a lot of time mm-hmm. watching What Culture. Wrestling. Yeah, so they do their ups and downs, and I don't know if you've seen the Simon Miller thing where he has the counter for how many times they use a surprise roll up <laughs> in WWE for the actual pin, and it, but it was over a hundred yeah. last year. Yeah. And it's like, why are you just oversaturating this so much? And he always, he's always like, the most devastating move in sports <laughs> entertainment, the surprise roll-up. Like, oh, yeah. And it's like, yeah, like you should know it's coming. Like, this is stupid. Mm-hmm. But um, it's so – that being to, said, the shows are still super fun to go. The to. shows are still super fun to go. Yes, to. live it is good. Yes. Sitting at home on TV, no, no, yeah. not, not great. I can't invest energy into it every no, week. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. However. So circling back, after a year of not having crowds and not having fans for COVID, it was really refreshing to watch yeah. parts of WrestleMania yeah. this year because it was like, okay, this is this is kind of normal yeah. again, and people are reacting to this mm-hmm. and doing things like that. So let's just go let's go right down the list with this too, like match to match, and you guys can speak to some of them more than I did because I only watched one night of it. Yeah, so. First match of the night, which I couldn't believe when I saw it was the first match of the night, was Bobby Lashley with MVP oh. uh, coming in as champ um, against Drew McIntyre, which, like, I it's weird that they opened with a title match, I feel like. I saw like, something but... on Twitter. They opened it because, like, Drew was kind of their COVID guy. Yeah. Where it was uh... kind of like, you know, last WrestleMania was supposed to be his WrestleMania, so it's kind of just like a, a carry-on from like last year. Right that ever. makes sense, yeah. Um, so I saw that and I was like, oh, that kind of makes sense. But yeah, but I know I, what you're saying. We though. we talked we talked extensively, kind of leading up to it. Yeah. About just how like we were like, yeah, yeah, we were like, oh, it's Drew's WrestleMania moment because he wasn't there last yeah. year and he wasn't the this and like we're like predictable, so predictable storytelling, yeah. blah blah blah, <laughs> and then they pull. <laughs> Sometimes WWE just pulls this move where they do something unexpected and great. Yeah. And all of a sudden, <laughs> Bobby Lashley retains his title. Not only retains it, but chokes the guy out. Chokes him out. <laughs> yeah. Like Drew went out. <laughs> did yeah. uh, did you see that coming no, at all? I'll tell you what, he was in the move and then he kind of like did this thing where he kind of like kicked out a little bit of it um but like lashley like still held it in and then like and i and, like still in the back of my mind like oh yeah he's just gonna power out of this or something <laughs> so he, then he get like gets down on like one knee and he's still like you know trying to power out of it and then he's on like both knees and i'm like man how's he gonna get up from this 
And then he's like on the ground, and I'm like, man, how is he going to get up from this? And then like, and then the bell rings, and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> he's not. <laughs> nope, it's like, over. He was done. That was crazy to me, and I was it was shocked they went that way. I love Bobby Lashley um, as a worker and as a person. He's just he's he's a good person. Yeah, he he puts a lot into what he does, and um, so it's just weird for me to say he's like one of the top guys right now. Yeah, who would have thought in like oh yeah. five when oh, you, know, him yeah. and John Cena were going yeah. back and forth when he was starting to break out? Yeah, that he'd be the champ mm-hmm. sixteen years later. Yeah, that's a, a weird lot thing older. To think of. Yeah. He's never really had that that power that personality though for no. me. That's no, always he never did. He wasn't dull. a great talker. Yeah. That's why he's got MVP. Cause... Yeah, but that's why it works so well. That's why the two of them together yeah. are, are oh, a yeah. great yeah. unit. MVP. Right. I now. remember when MVP came back last year because mm-hmm. like I, I was watching a little bit last year, and he came back during the Rumble. And then they were like shoehorning him on Raw, and it was just kind of like. What are they doing with this guy? Like, get him off the TV. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, like, I completely forgot this guy even existed back in the day. And then, like, it, it dawned on me. And it's just like, what are they doing with him? Get him off. And now he's, like, the best thing on TV. Yeah, <laughs> he really is. It's so, it's cool as shit. I'm glad he's back. He yeah. He's always no, entertained he's, he's me. Work. He's Steve, I think job. I've told you this story before. And, I Matt, I don't know if you were there the this night. Show? Yeah. yeah, so <laughs> he, he was booked on ESW um, probably about – the night Kevin won the title. Okay. The night Kevin won the title, he was booked on uh, ESW. Okay. And uh, so he's the main event, and it was him and um, Vince working a single, and it ended up working into a tag Tag team. against the uh, party. The, the, party the fraternity. Fraternity, yeah. Yeah, yeah the yeah. fraternity. And um, so him and Vince are in the ring together, and they're, um, they're doing the walk around, kind of getting ready to square up, right? And there was this guy in the audience. He was just being a douchebag the entire night like <laughs> the entire night he's being a total asshole he's got a giant replica of the united states championship right like the old school that's one how you look know. cool <laughs> <laughs> got, yeah. so you got this giant this one. Real deal. He's, he's got like a couple of small ones on his shoulder i think or whatever oh, that's yeah. a really dope <laughs> and, and uh mvp's in the ring and he's like hey mvp and he like points to his belt and he was like you were the worst wrestler to ever hold this belt. And as MVP is walking in that direction, he's just shaking his head and he goes, always got to be one asshole at every single show. <laughs> yeah. He's right, he though. Just like, he's like, every show there's just one ass. And he said it loud enough so that people could hear it. So a bunch of people like laughed and like were cheering that he said that. <laughs> uh, he's, aw- he's the man. He's, he's a, very he's, – he was a very – I was backstage for that one. He's a very nice guy. Yeah. Very nice guy. He's oh, a great dude. Great, yeah. great dude. Yeah, I was um, happy they won, though. Yeah, I was I was happy that Lashley retained. That was a great move. Although the I, other thing I saw on Twitter is like – Drew's already getting like another rematch. I saw and that. Like, yeah. Oh I, my yeah. God! This is how you kill people. What happened <laughs> to Miz's rematch? I want Miz to get a rematch. I know. Seriously. I like the Miz. I don't know. Why I, did they take it? They give him the belt and they took it away from him right yeah. away. It was, yeah, that was a weird thing. And he had that whole thing of I'm not going anywhere for a long time. And then two weeks later, he was the champ. I didn't even think it was that. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so then we had a couple good matches. Um, in Italian Tamina. Uh, with the uh, with uh, the riot squad, oh, that was or terrible. won that that ter- turmoil match. That was terrible. Yeah, it was. It wasn't great. Um, no. Wait, did you say you watched night one, Matt? I sort of. Okay, okay. <laughs> I kind of. You didn't miss anything in terms of that. No, yeah. uh, we were at a diaper party at. Uh, oh, what did we do? Solidays. 
Okay. Oh, and nice. we went up. We were up top for one of the fellow wrestlers, and a couple of us were watching. And I was just kind of drinking and, yeah, not. Yeah. I, I paid attention as much as I could. Yeah. Like I'm trying to beat your no, night yeah, one guy here, and I'm just like, none of this stuff really stands out. Yeah. No. <laughs> I remember a lot of rain delay. That's mostly what I. Oh remember. yeah. The, yeah. They started the show with a half hour rain delay too. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's always rough. That's the, that. Well, that's the dangers of having outdoor events, right? Yeah. Is yeah, it just too, like yeah, first, in, first time having Tampa fans too, back. Yeah. I know of all places. Yeah. yeah. First time having fans back, and that's what you get. Yeah. yeah. So then you have Cesaro um, beating Seth Rollins, which was um, that was a fun match. That was, was really a fun cool. match, yeah. and it was cool to see uh, Cesaro get a moment like that because he hasn't had a big win. I, that like might have been why I stopped watch when I left. But yeah, because he's. Not, I think that was his first singles match at WrestleMania, yep. which is yeah, important he to was acknowledge. Getting the crowd going because sure so people love him. Like yeah. he's one of the most like so underappreciated. That dude I, is strong as hell. Legitimately so strong. strong. Yeah, he, he doesn't look it. He looks like a scrawny guy, but holy smokes, his see mm-hmm. like the way he just chucks people and everything. Him in like, 2014 oh my was my absolute favorite. He had this awesome run where he starts breaking off, doing singles. Well, he was tagging with Jack Swagger at the time. Yep. But he starts getting a bit of a singles push. They pushed him into uh, Elimination Chamber. He beat Randy Orton. Yep. And then he was a Paul Heyman guy, and it just all fell through. And I'm just yeah, like, that was a weird thing. That... I'm just like, oh, what do you do? I love Cesaro, though. He's one of my favorites, and he just hasn't been used right. Yeah. Like a lot of guys. Yeah, he's super talented. Yeah. It's hard that... WWE's kind of monopolizing a lot of the talent now, and just like oh, no, they pick up guys there. off the indies, and they're just like they're paying them not to go to other places. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's what you were saying. Yeah, that's really what they do now. Yeah. It's, it's kind of sad with that. Like they said, I, I, you know what? I can't even. I'm not going to go into this now because I'll tell you guys off the air because I could get in trouble for saying something like that. <laughs> I know. I think I know what you're talking but, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you probably do, but like, I'll, I'll keep it low key for now. But remind me afterwards, right. and I'll say this. Um, so then you have AJ Styles and almost uh, beating the New Day, which was interesting to say the least. I like it. I like the fact that AJ's holding belts. Mm-hmm. I think they need to like keep him in roles like that where yeah. he's being big. And almost is oh, he's dude, huge. Dude is fucking gigantic. <laughs> That dude's one of the biggest dudes I've ever seen yeah. in my life. He's legitimately like what seven five or something, Shit, something ridiculous, dude. <laughs> like Jesus, he, I I just like, where do you find dudes built like that? <laughs> I know, right? I don't get it. He's his build height is seven three. I'm yeah. looking at oh it right now. God. It's seven three. That's Shaq level height. Yeah. It, um, but I think that's a good move too. I think it's hard when like. I think it's hard when you have a stable like the New Day, which is really good, because there's two things you do with them. You either take the belts off them and keep them fun, mm-hmm. or what you do is you keep the belts on and make them legitimate. Yeah. yeah. So either they all win or they all lose. And at WrestleMania, they all lost, which I think is still smart booking, because yeah. now, you, now you can work all this other way with that. You could have done that. You could have kept um, the IC title on uh, Biggie, oh, yeah, yeah, and right, yeah. have and have it be a power struggle. Right? Yeah, but I I think they did the right thing here. I think it's good to see like that. Fr- we'll we'll see yeah. what happens tonight. SmackDown will be one thing sm- that I feel like is an issue with like WWE. Is I feel like their tag teams like are just a non-existent. Or they don't. B, or care. B, they just suck. Yeah, it's just like they got like. 
three tag teams, it feels like, on each show. I know. It's just like, okay, one's got the belt. The other one's going to fight for the belt. Then they're going to lose it to the other team, and then it's just going to be like a cycle. Right. They, they break them every chance that they get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's there's no, like, it's not even shocking when tag teams break up. Yeah. That's no, how awful not it is. Yeah. All. It's just like, you know, like, this team, like, AJ Style and only, like, this almost guy. Like, I don't know where the hell this guy came from. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, he's on this show, and, and they're a tag team. And yeah. It's just like, okay, well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, like, and, and that's why, like, say what you will about um, AEW because it has its ups and downs for sure. Yeah. But they use their tag no, team division way so well. It's, yeah. they, yes. They've got so many good. Their yeah. tag division is deep. Oh, and yeah. they don't like a, a lot of the guys with like the dark shows and stuff. They're not going to waste because people yeah. are watching them because they want to see good wrestling and they mm-hmm. want to see these good teams starting to pop up. And yeah. Like, WWE would have had the Young Bucks break up by now. I know. Oh, yeah. 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 They would have had them break up. Yeah, easily. Like, within the first six months that they were on, they wouldn't have even given them time to establish themselves. Yeah. They would have had one turn on the other. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, it's so bad. And, and that's not, like, that's not smart Well, working. they had, what was that? That heavy machinery? Yeah, I want to get to that, I went to too. that show in, uh, in Buffalo here, and they were the most over thing in the planet. They went through, like, this 50-minute gauntlet match or whatever, and everybody wanted them to win, and they were, like persevering and everything and yeah. they ended up like getting screwed at the end or something so people were like bummed but like i think they broke them up yeah like, they did why yeah then, and then yeah and then they cut the guy they just caught tucker yeah yeah i told you that this week <laughs> and he said so i saw this article today that was crazy where he was talking about how they gave him like no notice that yeah. him and otis were breaking up so they just like dumb. broke them up it was like yeah. the, the most over tag team like in a in a company that like needs tag teams and they just like break them up for no reason bad booking then, it was like I literally meant there's a special art to tag team wrestling wwe just cannot get it right no yeah. they, can't. they can't and it's sad it's it's really again sad. that 2014 year was mm-hmm. phenomenal for tag teams one of the best year for tag teams that uh, that one of the last good years mm-hmm. yes real americans i think like tyson kid was no that was a little bit later on yeah, New Day, Primetime Players. Mm-hmm. There was like six really, really good tag teams, and they all broke up within a month. Like yeah. they, they had this nice run, and then they all just started breaking up sporadically. Yeah. It's like, how do you mess That's this up? <laughs> like tag team wrestling is legitimately fun yeah. and interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, like I prefer it to singles wrestling. I yeah. really do. Cause I you can do. Get, There's you can so get many with, with More chaos and everything, yeah. too. You can it's creative just, with characters, yeah. like you know, costumes. Mm-hmm. Tag team moves, tag yep. team names. There's so much more creativity that goes yeah. into tag team wrestling than there's singles yep. wrestling. Do you remember um, back in the day, like right after WrestleMania 21, when they were doing for the whole year, they had Eddie and Ray as a tag team, but they're still feuding kind of back and forth, yes. right? Yes, yes. And even though they were tag champs, they faced each other at WrestleMania, which I thought was a cool concept. It was. It was like, cool, like we'll keep that. And then they lose the titles. Um, and then I just remember that one SmackDown where um, Ray has that match with Chavo, and then Chavo and uh, Eminem are beating up on them after. And Eddie comes out, and he saves Ray, and he's hugging him, and he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then as soon as they, like, bring each other out, Eddie just came in with that clothesline. <laughs> he he literally— That messed me up. Dude, he— <laughs> Steve, he sat on top of Ray, yeah. ripped his mask open, and started beating his head, and <laughs> yeah. like and like bloodied yeah. him, and like was like giving him, and then like he gave him the suplex on like the steel steps that was still like oh, I think geez. about that suplex, yeah. and it was 
brutal. It yeah. looked so brutal. And he just beat the shit out of him. And one of the cool things about that is the announcers didn't say anything yeah. either. So you're watching this whole thing like play out in silence. <laughs> and it was like, that's how you break a tag team yeah, up. Yeah. That's why um, Marty Jannetty going through the window of the barbershop was such a huge thing and is still so yeah. talked about. They were because, together for like Because they years. were together yes. for like 10 years. Yep. Yeah. That's why they're doing the right thing not breaking up the New Day right now too. Is like you keep them, like you make them so beloved yeah. that like people don't want to, them to break up. Yeah, they're the longest running team. Well, technically, because right, Biggie is Biggie on a different brand, right? He got drafted. Yeah, he, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So but they're li- they're like separate, but they're not. So they're, they're still not, together, yeah. but yeah. right, right, yeah. exactly. Like they're all three of them are out there this last weekend or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. pumping each other up and everything. So yeah. Um, so then you get to the Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon match, yeah. which was good. It was yeah. fine. It was, it was there. The coolest part that. was when he ripped through the cage, but yeah. other than that, it was pretty forgettable. I that, was, that was cool. <laughs> Shane taking that bump from the top, him taking crazy bumps like that is always respectable for me because he's like he's a 50-fucking-year-old yeah. dude. Like, And you can't just – those bumps are not easy to take at all. You fall off the top rope, it hurts like a bitch. Yeah. Like it just what the guy I didn't understand does. about that match was, like he got thrown off the top. Like Strowman was up at the top too. He threw him off the top, and then he walked back in the cage to fight more. He's like, "If you just crawl <laughs> down, you win, idiot." It's like, it's like, why did you do that? And then he like goes in and he starts storm punches again. It's like, what are, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so but, that was that yeah. was good. That was yeah. It, it's all fun, that was good for I mean, you know it was only a little over ten minutes. So mm-hmm. like yeah, it was short. Yeah, yeah, you keep it short and sweet, and that's good. Um, then you have a match that was so unexpectedly good, um, which was Bad Bunny and <laughs> Damian Priest <laughs> taking on the Miz and Morrison. Yeah, and. Wait, did I watch? Oh, I think I did watch this. God that was damn, good. that was good. That was one of the best celebrity wrestlers I've ever seen. Yeah, that WWE. bad bunny killed it. He took it seriously. He's getting a lot of props because yeah, because a lot of these celebs come in and they don't do, they don't care. Think, yeah. well, it's a payday of, for them. Think of what they've had in the past: Kevin Federline, Snooki, freaking <laughs> uh, Mike Adamly was the host of Raw forever. You had who? Oh, who else was terrible that? They've had in the past. Um, Donald Trump. Uh, you've had. God, they're just there's so <laughs> many. I I just keep thinking of. Well, they then they have you know they have Logan Paul on the second night. Oh yeah. Which like I'm glad his involvement was kind of short and sweet. Yeah. But like. Yeah, that was pretty dumb. Too. Terrible. <laughs> Some of these celebrities I, are just. I, terrible. Yeah, I feel like at that, that point, it was like in my mind, it was like. They wanted him to be like over and everything, but they called like an audible because everybody was just booing him. I know, like yeah, so 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 bad. You had um the guys from Jackass were on there for a while too, and like uh, Steve O told this story about how Umaga hated him. Yeah, and because he wasn't like because he wasn't selling the move, like he he wouldn't sell. He would just like so. Apparently, at one point, Umaga just concussed him and like. Like oh, they didn't care. Seth, I think Seth Green was in a tag team oh, match at yeah. one point. I'm like, oh. You had, David Arquette was WCW champion. <laughs> There's a fun fact for yeah. you, Steve. Like, he was WCW champion legitimately yeah. at one point. But um, 
Bad Bunny took that seriously. Yeah, he did um, I, I I praise uh, Miz and Morrison for the for working that match as well as they did mm-hmm. and that good match planning because um, they threw some moves in there that looked so flashy and cool um, that Bad Bunny pulled off. But some of them are entirely on the guy taking it too, like the Canadian Destroyer he gave. Matt, you know from wrestling, a lot of that is on the guy that's that's receiving the move Correct. to pull that move a lot because you've got to go up on the perfect. You know, almost roll your eyes if you hear somebody like that's my finisher. I'm like, oh, I gotta do stuff. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And guys who are good workers take it the best yeah. because that's all them. That's all them doing their I thing. I can tell because, I, like, I, I don't know wrestling that well. And, and like I don't even know what these moves are, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, because you it know was exactly so, like, what it was. Iconic or whatever, but I, I, I could tell that like because he did it on Morrison, I was mm-hmm. like, that's something Morrison's doing. Yeah, because like that dude's like flipping he's all over the so place good. constantly. Right he's now. one of my favorites ever. Yeah. He's awesome. Um, but it, it's such a simple move. Um, if you're like a pro. It's such a simple move to be able to, like, make someone look really good with if yeah. you can. So it was so smart to, like, call that and be like, that's going to be, your like, a big move yeah. for you in yeah. this match. Because it'll look cool. You'll be able to pull yeah. it off. And people will think, like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, he just did. the greatest did. wrestler ever. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And Miz selling it on his facial reaction, too, <laughs> yeah. made that it's so shocked, much better. Yeah. Like, just the pure shock <laughs> of, like, oh, shit. Oh, that was really good. Yeah. And, and I have to – I have to confess something on here. I talked a lot of shit about Bad Bunny when he was 24-7 champ, but I talk about the 24-7 championship like it's a joke because it oh, is. It is. Um, it, yeah, exactly. But, like, uh, you know what? Now that he did that and worked that good of a match, yeah. it makes me respect it a lot more because it means when he was, like, taking the 24-7 title on, like, SNL when he performed on it, <laughs> it was him legitimately, like, representing. Oh, being, yeah, pro- being proud of it. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So props to him. That was that was I, a I great match. Like super into it, mm-hmm. he was saying or some, something. But good. Yeah. I hope he. I yeah. hope he does it for as long as he wants to. Yeah. Yeah. Like I hope he takes like a developmental deal or something and like tours and like comes. Julie just like it's only be good for their business. Julie just yeah. calls me today and she's like, uh, she's like. It's. I need you to send me ten dollars from our savings. It's an emergency. It's an emergency. I need it right now. Like uh, uh, uh. So I was like, okay. She texted me back. She's like, I got bad body tickets for Toronto. Like, <laughs> yeah, because I saw he was touring after that. Yeah, they announced that he was yeah, touring. Yeah, she loves it. But, like, I was also, like, because I just sent her, like, a good amount of money last week. Too. I was like, how much money did you spend on those tickets where you had to borrow more money? And she was like, and then I was like, wait a minute. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. She goes, she goes, okay, yeah, you don't want to know. And I was like, okay. We've got a wedding Who's to pay for. Um, uh, Lissette, our friend, our friend okay. Lissette. That's awesome. Um, who will be so here when, in a couple when is weeks. it? It's next year. March, yeah, 20, March of next year. Yeah. I think it's March 14th or something like okay, that. Well, hopefully everything's calmed down by then. Yeah, and she has the insurance just in case, so yeah, hopefully. Yeah, okay, good, yeah. um, so then we get to the last match of night one, which I thought was a really cool moment for both these women, which was Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks yeah, putting match. on a great match. They're both really talented workers, um, but just uh, – the monumental moment of two black women uh, headlining WrestleMania for the first time is amazing. Yeah. It's amazing it took this long yeah. to get to this point. Yeah. Yeah. We've been making just, I mean, as significant as that is, women doing it. I mean, yeah. is, is, yeah. is it a hell of a start? They broke that 
that and then to have this happen to you know multiple a couple years later mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is even more significant yeah so. i love that moment before that like the match started like they were just like staring at each other both just bawling. about to yeah just, you could just feel you the emotion just like they're, they're, both of these women are about to burst there, there out in tears because they just knew how cool this was. There oh, was yeah. even a cool moment um, after the match the that video? was caught off yeah. camera of Sasha. Was, yeah, 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 I don't know if you I saw know, it, but Sasha it. Banks is at the barricade, mm-hmm. like sitting there okay. watching Bianca celebrate with the title, and she's just like smiling for me. She's like, she's so she's happy. happy. Yeah, that's good. She's that's so cool. emotional for it, and it's. I feel like she really cares about yeah, and I th- I think stuff like that. I think it's cool to see wrestling in the social media age as much as the kayfabe is like kind of gone with it because then you get to see the individual personalities and see the stories that go into it. But that's why like I like UFC so much is because I get it attached to individual people and stuff. Like right. That. So you get that attachment, and it kind of makes it more personal, and it yeah. makes it better when yeah, they yeah. win and things like that. So it, it was cool to see that emotion with it, and um. Congrats to Bianca Belair because a good she's too. she's a great great worker. That, that part where like for the people that don't know this this girl's got like a braid that's like what five feet it's long so or long. something or whatever it, like drags on the and ground. It, at the big. the ending, she whipped she used it as a whip on Sasha and like. You could hear the thing crack. Yeah, you could it was, hear it crack. It was whatever. awesome. It was so like loud. an old school Big Show it, chop. Like that's really? how. Yeah, it was so loud. Yeah, it, it sounded like Indiana Jones was out there. Straight up. And then like you know the match ended and she's out there celebrating. The camera pans over to Sasha and she's got this big ass like gash like across oh, her like God. her rib or whatever, like just from the whip, the hair whip or whatever. It mm-hmm. was, it was crazy. Like oh my God. Like my, my my dad's always like, if that was me, I'd be crying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so that was a great moment to end yeah. on for night one. Then we get to night two, which oh, man. started off <laughs> yeah. semi promising looking. Yeah, and, and Dan's like, I bought it. I was like, huge. We'll talk about it the whole mm-hmm. time. Already. Yeah, I I love that because a lot of times this year when me and Steve couldn't see each other, I'd be watching like SmackDown because I was like, wait a minute. I'm home for the first time in years. I can watch wrestling yeah. if I want to on a Friday night. Yeah. So, like, I'd be watching it and just live chatting with him back and forth. Yeah. Like, oh, this is good. Yeah, this usually is my beat. dad's this got it good. This so is beat. just like, oh, I'll just go down the stairs. Yeah. So, night one begins with the return of uh, the fiend, Bray Wyatt. Oh, <laughs> what <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> that was bad. So... Um, Orton comes out. You, it, I love his theme song. Yeah. I love the whole vibe yeah, he, he brings. Puts his whole show on. Or Great to have him first on a wrestling. Does his pose? Like, that's just cocky pose. That's amazing. So then you get Alexa Bliss, uh, or you see that video package of um, the Fiend, kind of. Yeah, he's burnt. He's kind of he... like burnt. And he's in that thing, and he's going. And then you get Alexa coming out to "We're Really Glad That yeah. You're Our Friend," which I love that theme song. <laughs> by the way, I could like, I could like put it on on loop could for hours. Could we make that the theme just, song for this show? Oh my god, if it wasn't copyrighted. <laughs> um, so then uh, she comes out, and there's this giant Jack in the Box by uh, the ring, yeah. right at the apron of the entrance. And I was like, "What the fuck is that?" My so favorite th- was the commentators. They're like, "It's some sort of." 
box-like structure. <laughs> like, like, you've never seen a jack-in-the-box before? Yeah. Like, come on, man. Some so, of the commentators on that show. Oh, my God. But anyways, that's a whole God, other story. That's a whole other thing. We could save that for some other time. Um, I actually just uh, – we'll, we'll keep no, going ahead. for a second. I actually just heard, like, 20 minutes before I came here that they signed Pat McAfee. Yeah, to do commentary yeah, yeah, for did. SmackDown. That mm-hmm. could be cool. I don't know. Yeah, it could well, be terrible. I don't they know. caught Samoa Joe in the process. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know why they did that. I, thanks for standing out in the rain, bud. Literally, yeah. you're fired. No, that was yeah. fucking. I don't know why they did that. AEW, pick him up right now. Yeah, and push that man. Like, just give that man work. Hundred percent. Yeah. That's, I'll, it, it, quick pause from this abomination of a return <laughs> that we, um, but. People give AEW so much shit for picking up, like they're like, "Oh, you said you're not going to be like WWE, but you keep picking up their guys. Yeah, they're talented guys. Yeah, like what do you want them to just not work? Yeah, like let them work. Like if they want to go to the Indies, let them go to the Indies. Sure, mm-hmm. but if they want to come to AEW, let them work. Yeah, like yeah. there there are people you can pair them up with. Samoa Joe, I can think of five names off the top of my head. I would oh, yeah. love to see him work in AEW right now. I was waiting for right him to now. come back in WWE. Like, man, I can't wait for him to come back. Everybody was. You know, like, oh, that, how cool would it be, like, Samoa Joe versus Roman? Like, mm-hmm. you know, they both got the Samoan, like, oh, hell yeah. It, ancestry or whatever. And he's just like, Roman's, oh, I'm out of the table. And Samoa Joe's like, oh, no, you're not. Well, then they. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> you know what it, I mean? Right. Like, exactly. You can totally see it, but. And they had, they had announced on Monday that they were taking him off the commentary team, which was like, oh, like, mm-hmm. he's, that mean he's returning? And yeah. then they were like, nope, we caught him. Yeah. LOL. Just kidding. Um, well, they moved the one guy. I don't even know his name, but he's like a cocky guy. Like Corey Gray? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They moved him to Raw. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, I don't mind him. Um, but then they kept, like, that other boring guy on. And it was like, what, what do you got? And, like, I was like, where's Joe? Like, Yeah, I don't know. But I don't know. So, anyway, um, Alexa Bliss starts cranking this uh Box Jack in the structure. box. The box like structure. <laughs> um, the top pops open, and out comes one of the coolest entrances I've ever seen in the WWE in my life, which is Bray, which is the fiend Bray Wyatt being elevated to the top yeah. of this Jack in the box with like smoke and yeah. everything like that, and then just turning and looking three sixty at the cl- at the yeah. crowd, and then immediately. Jumps off of the box like structure. I thought that was the coolest thing. And clotheslines <laughs> Randy Orton. That's how we're starting, right? Yeah. That's how we're going. We're just going. I, mandible claw hits immediately, right? Orton gets out of the ring. Yeah. We're doing a die. Orton um, back body drops him on the table. The Fiend no sells it. Yeah, gets up gets back up and hits it. The, I'm thinking this is amazing. This is how you build this back, yeah. right? Squash him. Yeah. Squash him at WrestleMania. Yeah. Like this is how you do it, right? So then they get back in the ring. Sister Abigail, about to hit Sister Abigail. Fiend looks up. Alexa Bliss is now sitting (laughs) on the box-like structure (laughs) with blood pouring. It was a cool image. Okay, like a crown of thorns. Yeah, like a crown of thorns and blood pouring down her face, right? Distracts the Fiend. He's, like, shocked. The Fiend's staring at it for a good... 90 seconds for whatever yeah, I'm reason. Yeah, sure it means something, but nobody knows why. Nobody knows why. <laughs> and then the Fiend turns around, gets RKO'd once, pinned, and the match is over. And then the Fiend gets up, 
stares at Alexa Bliss again. Lights go out. They're gone. And, but there's booze. <laughs> but there's but instead <laughs> left in their place are fans up. booing 30, 30, and booing fans and booing, booing. <laughs> and not because of a bad match. Yeah, yeah. Because of terrible booking. Yeah. Yes. What the fuck were you doing with this? I don't know. I don't know why they opened the mat, the, the night with that too. It, it set the bar so yeah, low right off the bat. Yeah, obviously you were going to piss people off with that ending. So why did you decide to open with that match? <laughs> like it just set, like you said, it set the mood the rest of the night. People were just pissed off the rest of the night because it's just like, what the hell was that Fiend match? And like, then, <laughs> you know what made me even more mad than that is later in the night they referred back to it and they were yeah. like – they were like, well, earlier in the night. You can hear the crowd it, booing like, again. Yeah. And they're, <laughs> and they're the, talking. Because the, like, the fans are watching it on, like, the Jumbo right. Trot or whatever. And they're talking about it, and they're like, well, earlier this happened, and then this, and then that. And then they cut to an entirely separate promo. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, okay, they're circling back. They're giving yeah. us some kind of explanation, yeah. like something's happening. Nope, it was just a recap. No. Nope. Nothing. Yeah. Nope. Nothing. Yeah. And then apparently, like, he did a Firefly uh Funhouse on Monday, but I haven't even okay. watched it yet I, 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 because yeah. they didn't explain every anything from what I heard. I, I had a friend who I have a friend in the theater community who watches wrestling, and he uh, he was also like live chatting me through WrestleMania. And then um, Tuesday, I woke up to a message on my phone from him, and he was like, "Did you watch Raw last night?" And I was like, and I responded, I was like, "No, I didn't." I was like, "Did I miss anything?" He goes, "Not a." fucking thing <laughs> i thought you were gonna say like no he goes like they answered what happened he goes, i was like oh do, what he's like you do not miss a fucking thing yeah oh my that's God. all he said i'll like, tell you what raw is a show it's a it's a mess a mess Holy it's a shit. mess it's right three now three hours long which is already like the worst thing you could possibly do yeah no. two hours anything more than that like it when i do go to like do indie shows that are like three hours like yeah. sometimes that's painful for yeah. me you know, and a lot of them go three, four hours. Yeah. I, I grant it, I get it. They're once every, you know, once every six yeah. weeks, once a month. But I mean, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, just to me, sit though. Through a three-hour raw show every week, it's like holy smokes. Mm-hmm. Um, I would literally watch bad football games then. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, I'm like what's this? The yeah. two worst teams in the league are playing on Monday Night Football. All sure, right, sign me up. Uh, sign yeah. me mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, so that was a bust, and I was very disappointed. Why do we keep ruining Bray Wyatt? Yeah, why do I don't we keep know. doing it? We keep building him up to be this incredible thing. I remember when he thing. got pinned by Goldberg. We we had a fit over that. It was just like, what are you doing? That match was terrible too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it, it's, Goldberg looks it's so, so bad. And it's just like, oh my god, this is how you give the fiend the first pin, and mm-hmm. it's just like. And I okay, I'm biased, but it should have been. Um, it should have been Bray and, Ro- and Brody at WrestleMania the one year. Oh, for sure, hundred percent. Yeah, they 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 blew that. They one fucked bad. that up so bad. The first time Bray faced Re- uh, Orton at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. they did this storyline where like Luke Harper could like be possibly being the entrant in it instead of him. And they even did this battle royal where like they had this screwy instead ending where it was like yeah, okay. where it was like the winner gets Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania or whatever. And they were on the apron or whatever, and they did this whole thing, and they they both fell out of the ring, and they were like, oh, both their feet touched at the same time. But if you watch the replay, AJ's feet hit 
five seconds before Luke Harper's did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they were like – and people were furious yeah. that they didn't give uh, yeah. Brody the opportunity yeah. for that. But whatever. That's that's a whole nother tangent because yeah. they just keep ruining Bray, and did, Bray is such a good s- talent. Did yeah. you hear they, he did a little, like, tribute? Did he? During the match? No. Um, I, 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 I guess – Something he does, Brody. Mm-hmm. He says like, "Yes, yes, yes," or something. Or you know what that means? Is it that? No, it, no. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He does that. Something yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. What something it was. like that. And he, the fiend. Oh, he did. He, he looked right at the camera and he was like, yeah, yeah, like through the mask. Oh, and I, I remember seeing. I didn't realize that's what that was. Yeah, well, I, I saw it on Twitter, but. I didn't even know he did that either. That's pretty just, cool. But <sighs> that's so cool. Yeah. Rest in peace, Brody. So that, yep. that that's cool that he did that because I know they were like close together mm-hmm. and everything. Um. So we'll move on from that because I'm too angry to talk about it anymore. <laughs> um. So we. But moved... that was like another part where it was like, oh man, this match is cool. Yeah, like... <laughs> it is. It was really cool. Um. So then we've got Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler during. I can't even remember what happened during this match because uh, I fell asleep. Throw it out. Um, throw it out. Next. It was... <laughs> My favorite part of that whole match was um, Natalia and Tamina waiting 10 seconds to get crossbody <laughs> by Nia Jax. There's that. a moment, Matt, they're sitting, they're both standing in front of the rope that Nia's on. <laughs> they're both standing there, selling like this. <sighs> and then they're like. For 10 seconds, oh, no. just waiting there for her to go. Like, for t- I wish I was exaggerating yeah, that it time, was but really it, was so, it was so slow and bad. And they tried their best, but like. Yeah, and I remember thinking, like, why are they just standing? And then Dan texts me, like, gee, <laughs> like, nothing like sitting there for 10 seconds. Waiting for, yeah, <laughs> waiting for Nia to go. Um, so then we get to the Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn yeah. match with Logan at the end. I think that should have opened the match. I loved night. that match. Yeah. I loved that, that match. That should have opened the night, I think. And it's, if people aren't familiar with, like, indie wrestling and things like that, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are best friends, and they've known each other for such a long time. Like, yeah. they're such close friends that no matter what, they're going to do at WrestleMania, it's going to be good. Yeah. And I said, I texted you, I was like, this match is, I was like, this match should be no, amazing. That was one of the better ones of the I night. Was, I was like, it should be. Yeah. And it was. They yeah. opened with. It was short. But Owens was, opens yeah. with that pop up powerbomb that yeah. he does. That yep. was cool. Yeah. It sets this whole standard of like, this is going to be go, yeah. go, go. And like, then at the end, what, before he stunners him, where he's like, "You did this to yourself," yeah. and like, and that, like, just it was, it was yeah. great. Yeah. It was all great. And then, um, as much shit as I'm giving Logan, he even took that stunner like a champ. Yeah. Like that looked yeah. cool. That looked really, really awesome the way they did that. Yeah, yeah. It's always good when you have like real life best friends kind of go at it. Yeah, you, you just, you just kind of know it's going to be something special. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always, I love that, and that's why, that's why I always like anytime I got. The opportunity to work my friends from the yard, like in front of people, I'm taking it. Let's do it. I'm yep. taking it, like all all the time. Well, except for like one or two people that would hurt me all the time. Well, but we won't talk about no. <laughs> um, um, so that was that was great. You get Sheamus and Riddle. Um, that was a good match yeah, that overall. Was pretty good couple, couple of sloppy moments yeah. within the whole thing. Um, he tried giving him the Celtic. Oh yeah, he cross tripped. From the top yeah, he, he tripped. tripped. Um, it could have ended get, up way worse though. I get terrified every yeah. time I see something like that though too, because that could be so much worse. It, than... Yeah, it was, that was bad. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, um, Riddle got kicked in the mouth. Good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't like Matt Riddle either. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't get the. Well, yeah, he stole one of Kevin's moves. 
Oh, he did? Yeah. On purpose. Yeah, straight up. You know that um, the springboard cutter that yeah. Kevin does? Riddle does Riddle that. Watched him, Riddle watched him do that at a tryout match. And two weeks later, all oh, of a really? sudden, he's using it. Wow. Yeah. He just looks Fuck like, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> him as a uh, bro. bro. I can't stand so, that. Yeah. The funniest thing that happened with him recently was he fucked up a promo that he did, and he literally just went, oh, I forgot my line, and he like, <laughs> just drove off. <laughs> it's like the funniest thing he did. But, but like, fuck that guy. After I found that out, I was yeah. like, yeah, I, I, I don't mess with this dude yeah. anymore. No. Um, so that was a good match. Apollo Crews and Big E was one of my favorites from the yeah, night. I liked bad. how that was go, go, go. And if they were going to use a match with weapons, they did that exactly mm-hmm. right. Um, I don't like interference yeah. at WrestleMania. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah. I think it's it weird. Little, yeah. I think you get undersold for it. Um, but it didn't bother Build me so much. On, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. One thing I it felt like with night two was it felt like every match was kind of rushed mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. Like it, it felt like they were just kind of like, oh man, this is over already. This is over. And that was like one of them mm-hmm. that I kind of felt like, oh wow, that was quick. Yeah. It was like just over six minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's just so of, it was like they made it which quick. Which is fine because at the end of the day, I'm, I'm ready to go to bed anyway. So like I don't really need a. 45 minute <laughs> yeah and they here, and they don't budget the time well a lot of times for yeah. those things like when remember when we, ray won the title at 22 against uh yeah Kurt that Angle was a short match I it was that, really yeah. short and it was vince came up to them beforehand and they were like hey so we got to cut down on time you guys have nine minutes for this match yeah and gave them nine minutes the the fight the match after that was tori wilson and candace michelle in a playboy pillow fight mm-hmm. which took all of Actually, they gave them more time for that match oh than God. they gave that triple threat. So <laughs> it's like it's like fuck you guys. Yeah. Like, what are you gonna do? So that match, that triple threat seems so rushed, but it's mm-hmm. like it's because like they're working with this time limit that all of a yeah. sudden they have. Yeah. Um. But they did. But Apollo and Biggie did go with that time. Yeah. I'm interested to see where they go with um with his new uh, his new bodyguard of sorts. Yeah. Um, well, even Biggie, like you wonder if he's gonna. Like lined up for Roman or something. Yeah, it could you, be. You know, because they, now they need somebody mm-hmm. for him. Yeah, they now, really do. So, so we'll see. Um, Rhea Ripley and Oscar. Yeah, great. I thought that was a really good match. That song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. Was, Holy smokes, that song. <laughs> yeah, even Rhea Ripley looked at like by the end, she was just like, <laughs> "Why is this still going?" That was bad. Oh my god. I don't god. like a lot of times when they do the songs live, but like they're only a select ones. POD doing it for Ray at 22 was cool. Motorhead doing it for Triple H at 21 was cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh um, I think Punk got it live. I think he did at oh, one did point. That's cool. Yeah, that so so that was cool. Yeah, it was the year oh what year was it? But like you got to know your audience. Yeah. That was it, yeah, I mean he, it's I, I heard that song before, like live, and I was just like, "This song is freaking terrible." <laughs> and now it's just like, now they had to do it live too, and it's just like, "What are you doing?" This is just she's just out there screaming her head off, and it's like, "Oh my lord!" It's just noise and mm-hmm. like, yeah, that was that was terrible. Yeah, I'm not a big Rhea fan. I don't really care for her that much. I like her. I think I think it was cool that they kept her that strong for that match. Yeah. Um, I, I figured she was gonna win. Yeah, but. 
it would have they've killed so many pushes like yeah. that where like they've had so much momentum on somebody and then they give them a big match and they immediately make them lose. Well, I remember like last year she 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 fought Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that. Um, and like I wanted her to win that, and she was like cool then, and then like she lost. Yep. And then, like, ever since then, she's just been, like, losing. And it's just like, what are you doing with her? And and then they brought her to the roster that she won against. Yeah. Sometimes it's the best thing that they can have for you, too, is, like, having a moment like that. Because it makes you, like, "Uh, okay, what do I got to do for this? Like, when Daniel Bryan lost his title in 20 seconds, that one WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. 20 seconds, and he was gone. And then the whole yes movement happens, and years later, he's this huge thing. Yeah. Um. Which so I'll I'll transition to that one because the Rhea Ripley Oscar match was really good, but I want to make sure we talk about the main event a little before we yeah, go. Yeah, actually, I, I barely watched that one too. That was the one where I was like, oh, "Time to get ready for bed." Because mm, <laughs> I, I know the main event's coming up. Yeah, I, <laughs> I want to watch one. that one. <laughs> um, so let me just say off the jump, this is the best they've done with Roman Reigns mm-hmm. since then. They were trying to push him. This yeah. tribal chief gimmick is the coolest shit. Like, the fact that they gave him Paul Heyman to work with is just dynamite for anybody. Yeah. Like he needed that so long ago, yeah, too. Yeah, he did. But they were they were doing that thing where they were like, we want to push him. And the fans were like, don't push him right now. Yeah. Like, we don't want to see him yet. And they're like, we want to push him. Like, you know, the only reason he got pushed like is because people, right didn't, people didn't want Batista to win that Rumble. People <laughs> were cheering Roman, and then they were like, oh, wow, the people really love <laughs> Roman. No, they just did not want <laughs> Batista did. to win. We didn't want Batista. We just didn't. It was too far past his time. We yeah. didn't want him. But then they bring him back this year with this whole tribal chief mm-hmm. gimmick. And his whole unbeatable persona with this ruthless aggression where he'll go at anybody. Yeah. Anybody, even his own family members, he'll do whatever it takes to win the match and shout like that. I remember that. me and my dad said, like, as it was starting, like, as he was, like, coming out or whatever, I was like, man, like, a couple of years ago, we would have been, or, like, last year or whatever, we would have been, like, complaining, like, Oh man, Roman's in the main event again. Here, of course, blah blah blah. <laughs> and now we're like totally fine with it. And like my dad's like, yeah, and I want him to win too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I kind of did too, honestly. <laughs> so, like, so the I like, for, yeah. the, for those who don't watch WrestleMania and don't know, um, Roman Reigns uh, was facing Edge and Daniel Bryan, and Edge and Daniel Bryan are both guys who were told that they needed to retire early and were forced to end their careers, and then years later. They're cleared, they're back, Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, it's this triple threat you could only dream of 10 years ago with, like, Edge coming back and Daniel Bryan being there and them working these fucking great moments with each other throughout the match. That was a great match. It was great. I... Every time Edge hits a spear, I get scared. <laughs> just just because just because I, I love him so much and I'm so worried about his fucking yeah. neck. Yeah. I'm so worried about it. Every same with Daniel Bryan. Every time I see him like do a diving headbutt, I'm like, oh shit, here we go. Yeah. Please be careful. Like, please, right, please, right. please, please just be careful. Um so immediately in the match you have uh Jay Uso who's fucking <laughs> the rat. Just <laughs> just a rat and ruining <laughs> ruining yeah. it for everybody. <laughs> And then Edge takes him out. He gets got uh, escorted to the back. Yeah. You get this match really going, and you have all these moments where it's like, is this a false finish? Is yeah. this a false finish? Like, what's going on? That moment where um, 
Edge and Debray both had him locked in the submission. I oh, thought yeah. it was cool as shit. Part of me was like, where are you going with this? Yeah, I know. Yeah, because it's like, don't tell me they're both going to win. And yeah, then... <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, don't tell me like that that's going to happen. Yeah. But it's cool because it makes him look strong, too, because yeah. he doesn't tap from that either, yeah. right? Yeah. So, um, so then they, like, punch back and forth, those things like that. And part of me during this match is going... Jay's coming back at some point. Oh yeah, yeah. Like he, it, it just has to yeah. be at that. Point. Yeah. When they were dragging him out, I was like, oh, he's coming back. But, but I actually, forgot about right. him at one point. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But but also, I had that feeling with Orton at the Rumble where I yeah, was that like, was I was thing. like, yeah. oh, he never got eliminated. He's coming back. He's coming in. He's yeah, my dad RKO called Edge, yeah. and that's gonna be it. And then Edge eliminated him, and I was like, oh, yeah. okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Like yeah. we're 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 taking a left turn with this. Um. But I, I figured Jay was coming back. This is one of the rare instances where I'll be like, okay, this interference was cool. Yeah. Because he's been incorporated with the storyline, right? Yeah. He's been an integral part of this. Yeah, he's going to do this, whatever. Yeah, head of the table, yeah. like, scenario that they're doing, right? So he comes back in, fucks it up for everybody, yeah. right, when Edge is about to hit the concerto on a couple people. Um. Well, he hit it on Brian. Well, he hit it on Brian. He's about to hit it on Roman, yeah. right? And then Jay comes in, right? Um, Edge spears him, gets distracted by him. Roman spears Edge, right? Yeah. Gives a concerto, several of them, to Brian and Edge. Yeah. And then pulls Daniel Bryan on top of Edge and pins them both. <laughs> Which I thought was the most gangster yeah. shit I've ever <laughs> yeah, seen. Yeah, it's pretty. That's, it a, that's a statement. That's a good way to make a statement. Yeah. That was gangster. Yeah, it was and great. you know how I could tell it worked is when I realized and when that ending happened and like how bad in my heart of hearts I was like, I'd love to see Edge get one yeah. more run. Yeah. I would love to see Brian get another run. Yeah. Like, like let's do something like that. So he pins them. And I felt that like heartache that I used to get like every time yeah. the Undertaker lost at like a title opportunity. <laughs> I felt that, and I was like, "Ah, oh, they made the right move." Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Fuck, but yeah. that hurt. It hurt yeah. so bad. <laughs> it hurt so. But like, I thought it was awesome. Great was booking. Like, when I saw him like dragging Edge over to like Brian, I was like, "It's over." Oh my god, this is awesome. Right, right. I thought that was great. I thought yeah. it was great, but I'm. I'm legitimately excited to see, like, what happens on yeah. SmackDown tonight because I want to see where they go. Yeah. I want to yeah, see tonight. who's going to keep building him. Don't fucking – if he loses the fucking belt tonight, <laughs> I will lose my shit because they are prone yeah. to do stuff like yeah. that where they're like, oh, it didn't happen at WrestleMania. Yeah. It's going to happen on SmackDown. Like, stupid Got, shit Gotcha. Like yeah, those yeah. stupid gotcha moments. They have those stupid moments like that, which I hope they don't do, but, like – this has almost been a year now that he's been doing this tribal chief gimmick. So yeah. keep pushing it. How far can you take it? Yeah. I think we're at this point with I think you should hold it on for at least another year. I think so too. Next WrestleMania I I was just going to say I the... think I think we're at this point where we are in an age where like the you know the the walls off of our eyes. We know that you know it's scripted and oh, that yeah. people yes. are going to get pinned and things like that. So make them hold on to the title for at least a year. Yeah. And then, like, when it is a short reign, that adds a surprise to it. But now we come with this expectation of, okay, this guy's going to be champ for three months, and then he's going to drop it, and then someone else is going to be yeah. champ for three months, and then we drop it and yeah. stuff like that. Or if it's tag team, it's one week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you keep it for over a year, 
like the CM Punk thing. It made CM Punk so legitimate when he was holding it for that amount of time. For sure. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Did, nobody had done it in a long time. Right. You yeah. keep him legit. Yeah. You just do it, especially when you're defending that title so yeah. much. It keeps no, it I, legitimate. I think Roman right now is like the best thing they got going. In I agree. And I, Not even like... and five years ago, I wouldn't be caught dead saying Oh, that. yeah, right? <laughs> wouldn't be caught dead saying <laughs> But true. good for him. Yeah, no. He's doing a great this job. This whole year and like... I'm glad because I'm sure he was pissed for so long that he wasn't getting the right bookings yeah. and things like that. And I'm sure when they came to him with this, he was like, finally, like this, <laughs> this yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Like, yes. I'll take this and, and run Heyman with is it. doing a great job too. Yeah, he is. Cool. They got a good thing going there. Yeah. It's only a matter of time before they screw it up. <laughs> hey, like they did with the fiend. <laughs> What's that? We got something good going on? Let's mess it up. Exactly. Yeah. But Goldberg will beat him. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I heard Fuck. even saying that. No. <laughs> I hurt myself even saying that. <laughs> yeah, that's what was supposed to happen last year, right? Yeah. Supposed to... that's right. yeah, Goldberg God versus damn Roman. It. Why did they I, – I, I don't have five <laughs> hours tonight to get into all this. I wish I did. Bitter Dan. Bitter Dan. <laughs> That'll that'll be the next spinoff podcast. Is like bitter Dan, and I just like just I get drunk hour. and I just start spewing like all my hate. You know, you know what drives me nuts? Yeah, no, seriously. Um, good to have you on again, buddy. Yeah, I no, fucking love doing I, this I know with this, you. This episode was literally all over the place, but it's been fun. I had it was, so it was much fun. fun. It was I had so much fun doing this. Dirty episode, but hey, man. I had fun. That's what we do best. Yeah, exactly. And I like it. That's genuinely who we are. Yep. Plug it one more time. At Steve. Yeah, twitch.tv slash Steve for Cheese. Or you can find me on Twitter, uh, at Steve for Cheese. Uh, I don't use it much, but I use my Twitch a lot. So follow me on Twitch. Yeah, he's on Instagram, too. Go be his, like, don't follow fifth me and sixth follower don't on Instagram. Don't follow me on Instagram. Don't look it up. Don't bother. <laughs> don't bother. I, I swear people keep finding me off of there just because. Yeah, it's just my screen name, Steve for Cheese, and oh, you got an Instagram. It's got no pictures on it. It's got no content. I plan on never using it, so don't I, even bother. Yeah, <laughs> I know, literally, it's so hard to be good at Instagram. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. I know. I had a couple I friends like offer. Name. Oh, I'll run it for you. I was like, I don't even want you doing that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Like, I know, <laughs> But that wraps it up for this week, guys. Next week, I have Jeremy Catania coming in, who is one of my best friends from college. We are going to talk so much shit next week. I cannot wait. Um, until then, follow us at Average Ordinary Pod on Instagram um, and Facebook. Twitter will be up very, very soon. I keep saying that, but I promise it'll be up. Like soon. we just, you just plug your Instagram. We just shit all over it. I know. But I'm all over the social media. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you got anything to plug this week? Uh... No, just keep supporting our wonderful network that we're part of, BICBP-radio.com. Mm -hmm. uh, Dan's been an excellent addition, and we have plenty of other good shows. Yeah, uh, if do. you guys are interested in just about anything, uh, I'm sure we have a podcast for it. So Yeah, it's awesome. we got a great network going here. Steve, love you, brother. Yes, thanks again. Yeah. We'll do this again another Not time. Not a problem, and uh, we'll do this the same way we did the last one. One, two, three. See ya. Get in here. We got to call this thing.
Tighten up. Come here. All right, guys. Here's the situation. Two minutes left. Zero timeouts. Down by a touchdown. we got to drive 75 yards. All right? We could do this thing. I believe in each and every one of you. But real quick, did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co-hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. So what's the play? Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready! Set! Mother f***! Delay of game. Offense.